And we are live. Hey, concrete. What's going on, girl? You on mute? I'm just talking away. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, honey? What's good? Happy Sunday. What's good with you? Happy Sunday, honey. How's it going? How's your week been? Girl, I had a phenomenal um, end of the week, um, so to speak. So I took a couple days off and okay. um, me and Curlin went to the mountains with the week this weekend. We took the kid up to the mountains this weekend and we had us a time. We had us a time. I'm hungover. Okay. I'm tired, <laughs> but I'm uh -oh. here. What's up, girl? How was your weekend? <laughs> You still made it. You oh, y'all had the baby with y'all too. Okay, okay. Girl. Fun time, sure. A little family a trip time. up to the mountains. Yeah. Okay. We had us a good time. What did I do this weekend? Oh my gosh, I almost forgot. My weekend. Um, I'm like, was it that uneventful? What did I do? <laughs> um, oh, my weekend was fun. Actually, I went out to dinner. I had a evening um went out to a little birthday celebration it was really really fun on friday night hung out went to this little restaurant bar bistro type of place um hung out kind of late um doing that and then yesterday Hi. i you went with to... your no mm -mm. it was a little girl's thing um and <laughs> I came in later than I thought. He show was like, you show, keep it up in here late. Because, of course, when I came in, I set the alarm off and stuff. And I'm like, late? It was like 12.15. And he said I was creeping in late, according to him. I don't be, that's You're late a wild girl. You're a wild girl. <laughs> You're a wild you know girl. What? I'm not a, not that's well, how you know. <laughs> Because I wasn't anticipated, and I have been out for quite a while, and I wasn't anticipating being out that late. Like if I'm going out, going out, I would have let them know, like, "Hey, I'm going out." But I was, it was just dinner, and it lasted way longer than I anticipated. Be open at twelve fifteen. It's it was a bistro, so you know it was open to like two a.m. So you funny, but um, so I did that, and then yesterday I went to. Pont City Market and we went to like these vintage stores like with my daughters and just did like some shopping and had like a fun girls day and yeah I had I had fun I actually had a pretty good weekend no complaints no complaints especially after breaking it was fun <laughs> I'm not about to play with you or him I, I really am not out with your single friends too um well yeah but it it wasn't that type of party it was literally hey, girl, a birthday it was a birthday celebration you know how that is dinner drinks for them because i ain't had i had i was the only one that didn't have anything to drink at the table i was drinking um arnold palmer <laughs> and um and gift exchange and that was it but it was fun definitely Thing. Here y'all go talking smack. What? Concrete, lean your head in, girl. I don't want you to get mad the whole show, though. Okay. Here we go. What's the confession? Here she she be acting like I, what? I don't got what the whites. You don't got what? 
I hung out with the whites. Oh, <laughs> I know when you're going up to the mountains what that means. You don't got to tell me. I hang out with them when I'm at work. So, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. We have to interact with them. That's the society in which we live. I mean, I don't expect us not to interact with them. I mean, I, I have to uh, rub shoulders with them every single day. It's the part of what we do. I, like, I already know I, when I tell you, and that's why I said, like, understanding how to play the game. And like, to me, the society in which we live is a game and you have to master the art of playing it. Um, and that's what hmm. we do. So I expect us to do that. I, I don't have never been good at playing the game, though. What you I've mean? Never. So um when it comes down to like work and stuff like that and you have a lot mm -hmm. of people that know how to play them politics they know what to say when to say it how to communicate with who to stay away from i'm not that per i've never been that person and so yeah I, it's just like if i f with you i f with you if i don't like you i don't deal with you and no amount of credentials can make me not feel a certain way about you to treat you like something if I don't feel mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I and not at my um at, at this old job I used to work at. Mm -hmm. I, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. And people would be like, oh, that's such and such. And I'd be like, fuck such and such. Oh hey. <laughs> Child. I just you know never, what I was never good at it never good I can kind of tell that from you because the way that you are like like hanging with you and stuff like you don't give me um a person you don't give off like the type of person that does very well with code switching you don't give me that I don't I get don't that from you really cold switch. I can tell I um, I think if I'm generally like a, like I'm a, I'm a, in general, You're very authentic, like very yeah. authentic, mm -hmm. but code switching, I'll be like, but it's I can tell. I can, baby, let me tell you something. I can oh. tell like, but it's like, you're just, and that's a good thing. Like you're, you're just you in no, any setting. This is the thing though. Mm -hmm. Um, with the way that I am and not being able to really navigate as well in that area, I think it's held me back some because I won't. I, I it's like, um, I like I'm, gonna, it. I'm gonna be nice because I'm a nice person, yeah. but if you come at a certain if you come at me a certain way that I don't like, or you do some, I'll be like, oh, hell, let me get you some straightening, and then oh no, that's. I appreciate that. that. Let me tell you something. Like, I absolutely love that. And I love that about you because I like the authenticity of that. And they know what to expect. And I absolutely, truly, truly, truly appreciate that. And I already got that from you because, yeah. like, you know, no matter who's waiting on us, like, when we interact with them, like, you don't change your tone. You don't, you know, like, your volume, like, you are still very much you. Like, and I, I appreciate that. I think that that's a beautiful thing. There's, there's something very beautiful about that, that genuineness. And, like, I don't think, you know, 
I think that if you, the thing is, if you, when you do advance, it's on your own merit. It's not because you're pretending. It's not because no. you're being something that you're not, you know, that you're not who you're truly not. So well, I, I get it. It's a certain, but to me, that's a certain skill set that because it's literally a switch, you know, you, you, but it's a, to me, I just think it's something that I don't necessarily is like not lacking, maybe a, a harsh word for it, but I'm just not able to nav. And then circles that I feel like I should be navigating it. Eh, mm -hmm. I don't know. Curlin's good at it. Curlin, like, yeah, but and you work in a, me, but yeah, you work in a field that you can kind of be more real too, though. Like you work in a field that you, your realness. I think we still have our network. Yeah. You know the network. It's still appreciated. Okay. You know that network. Can, yeah. You know the network. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. But that's I can so, tell you this. Hmm. Yeah. I can tell you this. Um, the, the art of war, like that is kind of what that's telling you. Like essentially it's how to play the game. Like we're not going to escape unless you leave the U.S. and you're no longer participating in this very system. Meaning even if you leave the U.S. but you still um, networking, doing business, working for a company that, you know, does business in the U.S., you are still participating within a, you're still participating in this system. So as long as you have to participate in this system, I think that there is an importance to knowing how to work the game, knowing how to make it work yeah. for you. And that's why I say for my morality, like it is important for me to know how to work the game because baby, I'm going to make it work for me and my family so that we can advance in this game because I literally view it kind of like a game, steps, levels, like, like we own the Sims or something. <laughs> I that's think that's a good way to view it, especially um, dealing with corporate America and trying to advance. And so yeah. I, I, I think it's um, a very important skill set to have. But I just thought about it like, damn, yeah. I really don't. Yeah. And that could be a thing. I'm going to think about that. I'm going to really think about that. Yeah. You know, and then I think like with people that like um, my bosses, um, I think my bosses generally think that I'm crazy. So they don't be knowing what to expect. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of, you know, like, like keep us some distance. Get the gossip like from everybody else about me. I ain't gonna talk too much to you. I'm gonna re I'm gonna analyze you. And then I when I analyze them, I be like, right shit. And that's kind of yeah. why I um stay away from them too. Cause it'll stop me from getting too too deep. I've been oh yeah like when i say play the game i keep my personal information my personal business personal like i i don't get too deep off into like people who are master levels at playing the game they going golfing with them they schmoozing with like i ain't i i don't know if i'll ever be able to get because you you ain't ever coming up my husband to look at me like i'm crazy i'll talk about um i'm fixing dinner for the boss and then we uh maybe not not over here so like i i can only go so far with it now we might <laughs> be able to go out to dinner or something like that but um i think that the way you view me and the way that i view you is like we we've had private conversations and kind of some of the things that we talk about in private regarding kind of how we 
the image that we portray to the world, it transcends yeah. like what we show on the platform, what we show to each other. And, and it also, you know, um, carries over into our professional lives too, because it's yeah. pretty much the same. Like the conversation that we're having, it applies to this conversation. I mean, about professional lives too. So, yeah. 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 That's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, girl, uh, honey, yeah. you had me a time, honey. Oh, okay. Ooh. They can be fun, baby. Let me tell you something. I grew up with them. I know they can be a time. <laughs> they can be yeah, a time. Time, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. So, black women don't come over here starting your mess, baby. Because uh, I, I, I was about to make a secondary video and. Like it wasn't gonna be a short because I had a lot to get off my chest because I wanted to address some things with Black Wizard after that show the next day, baby. I was like, okay, after I get uh, like on my lunch break, I'm about to make this video for Black Wizard because I got some points that that's unfinished that I need to address with him. And I was like, I was talking to my husband. He like let that shit go. <laughs> he was like kind of explaining to me like, um, like if you know some people don't necessarily want to understand where you're coming from. Some people um, are determined to, he was like, first of all, he was coming at you on some philosophical stuff and he was, it was kind of like, it was kind of like this gotcha thing. He was like, for him to say that you saying that you don't speak in absolutes is an absolute. He was like, he know what the hell you was talking about. Like some people are intentionally seeking to misunderstand you and you have to understand. I mean, you have to understand that. Stop being so caught up on um, explaining yourself and re-explaining yourself and over-explaining yourself. If they don't get it, oftentimes some of the people in that space aren't really trying to understand you. They already um, um, are, are in conflict with your ideas, your morality, your principles, and as a result, they are going to find something to pick you apart about. And you can explain, 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 and over-explain. He said, you know, oftentimes your point is clear. Uh, He said, you know, sometimes maybe not. Maybe sometimes it does require clarification, but sometimes that's not even it. And, you know, you can explain it to your blue in the face. And some people are just hell-bent on misunderstanding what you're saying. And I was like, Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to JT Hellstrom. And he says, unless a woman is in the military or the martial arts, the art of war would be of little benefit. I don't agree with that. I think if you're working in a workforce. um, Oh, yeah. Climbing the corporate ladder. Mm -hmm. I think. um, Or any workforce. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a a, a great book um, to to read but in general um i understand like the principles of like the art of war because of really and truly like i've really just i discussed the principles with my husband and watched just um a lot of um philosophical and 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 um uh breakdown and documentaries about the art of war but to me i'm just being honest um is like it's a very difficult read um the art of war is like i i've tried i picked it up we have the book i picked it up and tried to read it like three times and it's such a difficult read for me because um you really number one have to be very focused and it is um very um uh 
what's the word? It's it requires you a lot of deep analyzation and um, a lot of focus. It's there's nothing entertaining about it. And to be completely honest, like I told y'all, we have a lot of books in in our house in our home and most of the books are of historical context and i am like a fiction reader like i i need some element of entertainment in my books not that like i'll read even a book about historical context because to me that can be with with the historical context because to me that that is an element of entertainment like you know we have books on you know um like there's a book up here that i was reading it's called um african presence or something early african presence something but like as long as it has an uh, an element of entertainment i can read it but yeah. you know if it's something like the art of war is a difficult read and i don't think most women would be interested in it just because it's such a difficult read i want to see what this book is um they got actually have an art of war for women and so oh is it a modified book I think so. Um, okay. This is African. This one is African presence in early Asia. And we have like, there's a, this is, it's, it's a series. So like books like this, like I can read um, anything that has an element of, um, you know, it, some sort of entertainment, but art of war. Maybe I should try to one for women. Cause yeah. Uh, shout out the truth. He no, said, it's it's art of war. We have just the art of war. It's an old, old, old. It's a very old book. Um, it's it's just not an easy read. It's not entertain. It's not if you read the art of war, you know it ain't nothing entertaining about it, and it's just not interesting. For ya. Um, what was I gonna ask you? But okay, so what about like Robert Greene's books? Are you into those? I I've never think. read a Robert Greene book. What is it? Um, what type of books? Is uh, he? so he'll have like the Art of Seduction. Um, oh, the I don't typically laws read. Of power, pow- the Forty Eight Laws. Oh, of power. um, no, um, I'm familiar with Forty Eight Laws of Power, but I've never read. Uh, I think we might have Forty Eight Laws of Power here too. Um, but I've never read Forty Eight Laws of Power. Forty Eight Laws of Power. I, I want to say I. I I tried to read it as well, and it's not um, an easy read either. Like, it's not an interesting read either. Um, Books that are written with, um, I don't know, that that have no, like, storytelling element to it is, they they aren't interesting to me. (laughs) That is interesting. Um, Now, a lot of Robert Greene's books, I have definitely enjoyed. Like um, the Forty Eight Laws Laws of Power. I enjoyed that. Now, I've never read The Art of War. Yeah, I really enjoy um, Robert Greene's books, and I think because it really talks of uh, or the uh, Laws of Human Nature. I love the uh, Laws of Human Nature. The Art of Seduction. I love the Art of Seduction. Now. Some of the books do have um, story elements to them. Like he will talk about a time in history where something happened that demonstrates what he's talking about. Um, So I've gotten a kick out of them, especially those few. I've really gotten a kick out of those because this kind of helped me navigate with people more so. I still don't know how to play the game good, but 
it's helped me navigate better. And yeah. then it it pointed out a lot of stuff about myself that, you know, I just uh, had never really thought about. So, um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the art of seduction. Yes, girl. The art of seduction. Like, I'm going to make my um, kids read it at a certain point. <laughs> <laughs> and not and, and really? it's not it really gets down to the nitty-gritty of your personality and or things that may be off-putting um teaching you how to read like micro expressions and things to pick up on when you're dealing with people um there's a i think the downside to it when you're able to start be, really being able to read people it gets rough because you don't you don't trust it so mm. yeah that's the thing baby let me that's definitely a thing with you baby i don't yeah. i cannot help it so um inflection i don't get like not not, not necessarily people you have a personal relationship with i'm just saying people in general you you know no i do it i'm just it just yeah. it becomes a thing that you just you end up doing it like it's a like it's second nature and you're able to read body language much easier. You're just able to do a lot of stuff uh, much easier than you would have if you hadn't. And so it's just like, shit, I'll just be like, oh, that's a lie. That's oh, so interesting. Maybe we read books that are already in line with kind of who we are as people because like, naturally i'm such a trusting person like i don't know like i wonder even if i read those type of books how that would apply to me because i'm like the opposite like i naturally am like automatically assume the good in people and be like like i'm telling you i don't initially think that somebody you know, i'm probably a scammer's you know, I'm, I'm like the perfect target for a scammer because I don't automatically assume that you, I've started to be more guarded in more recent years because my husband has kind of like checked me on stuff and like kind of let me know, like I'm making myself a walking target on certain things, but I'd be like, oh, he just, you know, I would like open my purse wide up and pull money out when somebody walks up and asks if I want to buy their city and stuff and not even thinking that they could be, you know, prepare, you know, preparing to snatch my purse and stuff. I just didn't think about that and think like that. Hmm. I just never thought like that. Interesting. Very um, naive. No, I don't think you don't, I, you say that, but I don't mm -hmm. necessarily pick up that in that aspect. Mm -hmm. I pick up, um, no, to me, you always seem very guarded, like very guarded. And, um, when, when you expose certain things about yourself or you reveal certain things about yourself, I think you do it as a form of conviction. Like I did da 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 da, da and that's how mm -hmm. I know or whatever, but I don't necessarily get like, you gonna oh, guarded and revealing stuff about myself. I, that's not something. Yeah, I'm, I don't reveal things about myself because I don't um, like in this space. I, if I'm guarded with myself, it's because I've uh, you've already shown your hand. Like even when I say that um, I would open my purse like that. OK, so that is an example. And then like if, if there was. Um, if I knew that there were muggings in that area, I wouldn't be opening my purse like that. So once I've 
been made aware that there is a hazard, I'm guarded. Like I've been made aware that there's a ha hazard in this space, that people dox in this space. I'm guarded. If you notice, when I first started going on Obsidian's panel, I was very open with information about myself. I was very yeah. giving of information about myself, telling all my business. And then once I started realizing that this space doxes people and would miss, not even be before I started realizing that this space doxes people, they started throwing information that I was giving about myself back in my face. And that's when I was like, ho, oh, the very information that I'm giving to you, you're throwing back at. So you don't, I only have to have my hand burned once. I'm not the type of person that I know you misuse information and I'll continue. So yes, you're right. Um, yeah, I'm guarded in that way because I've seen information be misused. Um, but yeah. I didn't come into the space being guarded. Like when we used to go on Obsidians, I was telling my part of things about my business that now looking back, I had no business telling about myself or that I should have never revealed or that in hindsight, I wouldn't reveal today um, had I known what I know now about the space. Yeah. Um, we kind of came in um, damn near quote unquote naked in the space. We was like, very green. <laughs> green no, as heck. Real, real name. Up there telling all the business. Like I was telling stuff. People probably like people today may not know because they probably weren't around. But I told stuff about I told stuff very I revealed some very um, private stuff um, on certain shows of obsidians that mm -mm, I wouldn't today. Nah. No. Um. I think, and I, I don't know, I'm I'm kind of on the lines of, I think I done told all of the good juicy stuff, but I was like, the, the fact that I came in the way that I came in, mm -hmm. my real name, and if you Google uh, me and you Google my family or some shit, you was yeah. going to see what the fuck you was going to see. And I was just like, you know what? Y'all gonna use whatever against me anyway. Y'all gonna talk shit anyway. I could be the if you the perfect woman, you see what they they gonna talk shit anyway. And so I was just like, you know what? Um, let me uh that's walk true. All they gonna the talk stuff out. no matter what. Yeah, yeah, and and, but, and they have, and so yeah. Um, but for me, it's not about that. Um, I have other people that I want to protect, and like yeah. for me. It's certain lines that you know, like you can't cross with the people that I love. So it ain't even like so much about like it's you know one or two things that like I you know that I'm holding dear about myself, but it's more so about people that I love that like you can't even play with. It's about their privacy more than it is about mine. And even like I be hearing you say certain stuff, and I'll be like, ooh, I would never. But I'm also like not the type of person that would jump out the window. Like I'm the type of person that I don't believe in like um I don't believe in um, oversharing. Like I'm not a person that overshares at all, period. Just in life, I'm not a person that overshares. Like if you my friend, you'll notice yeah. like we have a very different relationship offline. Like I will speak to you very freely, but that's in a um that's in a private setting. I'm not right. oversharing on the internet. Like I, I hate when people overshare on social media, period. And I'd be like, that ain't everybody's business. And I, I was raised in a very religious background 
like with the in the religious household and being like even when I thought about like my sense of morality and things like that and where that came from I was raised I told you my family my grandmother was Pentecostal I went to a very strict church when I was growing up like you couldn't have your skirt above the knees and if you did they came over there with the handkerchief they made you spit out your gum we could, like a very Girl, strict church so not only was I raised in a strict church I was raised we had a very tight-knit community um like you know the community that I lived in my great-grandparents owned the home that I was raised in but mm-hmm. we knew everybody on that block so much so the community was so tight that my, my oldest brother passed um, six years ago. And when he passed, no, five years ago. And when he passed five years ago, all of the people from the community that he grew up with, they're like cousins to us. So they came to his funeral. Like, and as a result, like when, you know, me and you have had conversations and you be saying like, you know, were you more concerned about image? I am because I grew up in a family that your family name meant something. My family is from Mississippi and in Mississippi it meant something. But when they moved to Milwaukee, your family name still meant something. My great grandfather owned businesses and you knew not to shit on his name. Not only that, like everybody on the block knew Ty and knew his family. So if you yeah. misbehaved, they knew who, who you belonged to. You was the oars and that, you know, if you acted up, who they could go to. So I do come from a family where shame is a real thing and you don't bring shame to your family's name. And I kind of thought about that and like, why is that's that still something that's important? important to me, but because I grew up in a family, my grandmother and them are still like that. Like as a kid growing up, you like my grandmother, you let me have done something wrong. If like really and truly, it wasn't even the concern. Like my mom was, you know, my mom wasn't young when she had me, but like I was really more concerned about bringing shame to like my grandmother because she was the mother of the church. So like if mother so-and-so's kid, grandkids was misbehaving, like that was like you know, oh, that was very taboo. And it was like something that I didn't want, like that shame brought on my grandmother because my grandmother is like the sweetest woman ever. And I just like, that wasn't something that I wanted to, um, that wasn't, you know, I didn't want to bring shame on my family's name. So that was, and has always been something important to me. And that's still kind of a value that I still hold, uh, you know, of high importance. Yeah, um, I would say like certain aspects of my life, I don't think will ever make it to social media. But when it came down to like um, the things that I went through with my mom um, and, you know, my father lives a totally different lifestyle. So I think I would be more worried for their sake. But, you know, they don't they're not you know, we had scandal, you know, I was scandalous. Um, they didn't really have a lot of scandal, um, on their side of the family, at least I don't know, you know, don't dox us. Uh, so I don't know, but you know, on my mom's side, we had a lot of shit happen. And so it was just like, if you go on my page and you see something, um, I never made like posts, like I'm a blast. Oh, my baby daddy ain't shit. And I'm gonna get on here. I never did. I was never that type of person. Like I would dog his ass out behind you know like whenever but stuff like that i was never about blasting like problems that i would go through or if i would be into conflict with people it wouldn't be in in that sense you know like oh i'm a blast right right everybody what you did and what you said right 
in the way you should, it wasn't it wasn't in a, in a taboo way it was very much like this is my story and it was yeah. in a way that like po possibly could have helped somebody else like the way that you did it it wasn't tacky or anything like that you've never yeah. done it like it's more so like i'm owning this this is part of my story and you know like my my journey and it's never been in a you know like it's never been in a tacky way to be honest Honey, I, I just was like, um, I'd be damned if I allow people who have, who don't live a perfect life. Nobody on here lives a perfect life. But I, I'd be damned if I sit here and let somebody shame me for um, things that my family did back. Like, you go to straight right. to hell. Because I'm sure right. we get to dig in. Everybody's got history and everybody's got a story. And uh, trauma has not missed any of us. So right. I, I'm be on the con the type of time like, yeah, no, y'all ain't gonna make me feel no type of way about my life and about my folks. I heard um, that. Period. Um, because even in my mama's state, my mama was still a hell of a woman, <laughs> and um, my daddy is that guy. So you know, <laughs> it is what it is. But girl, you ready to um, talk about this? Topic is I out. had a few things. Let me see oh, if I had it worth talking about uh, real quick. First of all, like it's girl, you know, this has been a crazy week. It's been what four, five um mass shootings, child. Like girl four, in the A, one in the A. It was one in Texas. It was like I can't keep up. It's been like four or five mass shootings. Like it is in the last three days it's been five yeah it's it's crazy um it's it's absolutely insane i just yeah um yeah um i don't even know what i have here let's see what do i have okay so anything worth talking about i'm sorry one second because i didn't label so i just want to see yeah, oh, I did have one thing go ahead i was gonna say um, did you see chris brown and usher oh I'm sorry, I hit that at the same time. Um, we could talk about Chris Brown and Usher first. Uh, let me remove this. I didn't see the actual altercation, but I was seeing all the blogs talk about it, but I didn't see like, I was like, is it video of it? Because I didn't see the physical altercation, but I heard, and that's supposed to be his little bruh, that there was some sort of physical altercation and I didn't know what it spawned from either. Uh, honey, yes. Um, well, yeah, they had, um, they had uh, a little scuffle. Now, I watched Tasha Kay's uh breakdown over over the weekend mm -hmm. about it, and she was saying that Chris Brown and Usher are under the same management, mm -hmm. but um, nobody will really mess with Chris Brown because of the stuff that happened with Rihanna. And it was supposed to have been an American Music Awards show that Chris, I guess Chris was supposed to perform and he was supposed to have people performing with him and everybody backed out. And, you know, you know, they made allowances for Usher and Usher's been able to do whatever. But um, Chris Brown, you know, people ain't fooling with Chris Brown. And to be honest, it's a weird thing to me. Mm -hmm. um but it just shows it really goes to show you um what value we place on men versus women and especially if women do the same thing if rihanna had scratched chris's face up and 
if he had a came out with a bloody nose, nobody would have said ish. Um, mm. had she been bru had he been bruised up. Um, but the fact that she came out with bruises on her face, that's probably gonna never be a no-go with society. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's society is very interesting. It's a very interesting place right now. But it is. it's just like people are still holding him to that same um they're still uh he's still going through consequences from those actions so um yeah I, it's a hood conservative that's what i'm talking about she was hitting him he actually mm -hmm. uh put that story out and concrete and i covered that we cut, yeah. but it did not get the same coverage versus her getting beat it, you know it, it didn't get that same um um coverage Traction. oh orange phil said he did have bruises Honey, oh i didn't even know that i didn't know that either that's because nobody covered it mm -hmm. nobody covered it like that um yeah. but he's still going through difficulties and then you know it's a huge rumor around uh hollywood that he's uh coked out and stuff you know we don't know yeah that's been for a but, long time yeah but that. they said his habits is getting worse and um he probably has a very low tolerance for a lot of shit because they haven't um let it go with him so i just you know oh, yeah that's what's wrong with y'all at Child. that's why we that's why we can't get along though that's a why pisces. we like oil and vinegar you a pisces moon too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um we need to do your birth chart, girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm scared to find out. I am a Sag Sun, Scorpio rising, and an Aquarius moon. And I bet y'all won't be surprised by anything in there. So, be like I, I knew. You know what? When you do your birth chart, it just gets down to the to the nitty gritty of everything. It gets down to the shit that you be like, because you don't think about it you don't really think about mm -hmm. aspects of yourself but it really breaks down like your aspects and you'd be like the fuck, bitch, you know me. <laughs> and they be knowing your ass i'm interested to see i might um look it up i might do it today when i get off that's gonna off re there. get your uh you got your birth certificate mm -hmm. okay get your birth certificate out and um yeah but look it up yeah yeah girl it it, it uh it's interesting. It's very, very interesting. I'm gonna look into it. But um, yeah. I wanted to talk just briefly about this dank um Brian McKnight debacle, baby, because it's he back in the news. He back in not the Girl, news, Brian right. funny as hell. Baby, listen. So we all know Brian McKnight, you know, with these kids, with these dang on kids, he's starting back at one. And um, <laughs> listen, so Brian McKnight has four children oh, from God. previous relationships, and then he remarried um, several years ago to a Hawaiian woman, and um, he, you know, had falling out with his previous children from a first marriage and like a couple extramarital affairs, and um, he uh you know in the, his bio disowning the children all in um making statuses calling his wife's calling his stepdaughter his his first daughter to make him a girl yeah, dad. <laughs> you 
throwing the hell out, acting a Brian black. Give up. Uh. His back behind, you know, you know, buying her a new car, just you know, showing out. And he has since had a you know a new baby with his wife, probably a little toddler. And um, you know, the internet is dragging him, black women calling him a deadbeat. Now, I do have to say, all the children from previous relationships are grown. His story was that he has taken care of them, they're grown. Um, his come to find out his daughter from a previous relationship, fully black daughter, has even sued him and won in court because he put made a post saying that she was having sex with an older cousin. It's just been a whole hot, messy mess over there. And Brian is catching the flag because the fans are like, What you doing, Mr. McKnight? How you gonna disown your black children? And they're not feeling it. And I wanted to talk about the fact that men will often, you know, when things go awry, they, and there's a divorce and the children are siding with mom or there's a fallout with the children and they're like, you know, chucking up the deuces to dad that they start over making kids and um, they will create new families and, you know, there's a fallout and the, there may not be a continued relationship with those children from prior, uh, from the prior marriage. And I wanted to get your thoughts on this whole situation and find out if you've, you've heard stories like that. And if that seems to be common from what you hear as well. I have never heard in a, in a sense that a father had a relationship with his children and then that <laughs> relationship becomes completely dissolved. I've never heard of anything. Him posting up the other kids and talking about how great they are and not acknowledging. <laughs> Girl, it's comedy at its finest. I'm like, Brian is a freaking, Brian is pissed and petty. Brian McKnight mm. is petty as hell. Mm -hmm. What he say about the other little girl? Oh, you made me a girl, dad. Mm -hmm. I was like, Nick. Mm -hmm. Brian be shame himself. Yeah, Brian is too goddamn old to be acting like this. <laughs> listen, and him, him and his new family look so happy. <laughs> listen, he I'm gonna like tell you, other kids don't do nothing but beg and expect him <laughs> to help out and shit and yes. got that damn hand out. And it's interesting. <laughs> um, you know, I think. I think it's the parent parents also bear a responsibility in how your children, how entitled your kids are. We bear a responsibility mm -hmm. in that. Um, because I kind of had the same argument for master P when it came down to little Romeo, mm -hmm. if you have done and done and did, and you didn't did everything for your kids and you didn't did everything for your kids and your kids aren't necessarily working for anything and you're giving them everything that they want, you're not requiring a lot from them, then when they get to be adults, they think that shit, like, do we family? Like, shit, I'm, this my money. This our money. And parents be like, oh, well, you didn't do this, so you don't, you're not entitled to that. But y'all have raised the most entitled people on yeah. earth and now yeah. you're looking crazy 
um, when they come in for them, for, when they want their check, they want their goddamn yeah. money, Brian. You better come up off some. But he said I, them I other agree. kids is gonna be the ones that's gonna be visiting him in the nursing home, not them little. Uh, <laughs> but even his wife, like I would feel kind of like, I, let me tell you something. You know, it's difficult being a wife in that situation, but I wouldn't want my husband. Like I think that that's. I wouldn't want my husband doing the whole social media thing, doing the petty thing. Like, babe, I, I mean, I pray that the relationship is one day mended. They might be acting like spoiled brats, but I generally give the children the benefit of the doubt because especially if they're, you know, under 25, their kids are, they said that, you know, he worked a lot. He was away a lot. He missed out on a lot when they were younger and, you know, they might need some therapy. Who knows what they endured? And I feel like in most situations, the parent has the onus to be the bigger person. You don't need to be doing the social media thing back and forth with your children, trying to make them jealous with all this. Right, <laughs> posting the kids up with the new car, talking about he, he gave us dollars for this car, and we proud of him, baby. Oh, oh. I'm hollering like, listen, Brian, Brian, I'm gonna ask you one last thing Do you think that men have And I'm asking you this because of a, a question I have with my husband A debate like that I have with my, my husband Do you think that men have a different Type of love with their children Than women because I was talking to My husband about if We had a son and he Was like you know I forgot what the question Was like he did something wild And you know we had to ask him to leave the house, ask him to leave the home, like something that was to his detriment or harmful to other people. Uh And we had to ask him to leave the home and we asked him to leave the home and, you know, he was made to leave the home and we saw him out on the street. It must have been something I saw online. And like, would you be able to walk past your son knowing he's hungry, knowing he's out on the street begging, whatever, whatever. And of course I said no, but my husband was like, yeah, if he, whatever it was, I don't know if the person tried to harm his dad or what, you know, harm the family. And he was like, kind of like women will cause, they cause situations that can like be life threatening by enabling their children in some instances, because if you let them back into the home, like let's say he's affiliated with a gang or something like that. And that brings, you know, trouble to your doorstep or something like you literally are, he, he, we talked about like jungle fever and member Gator on jungle fever. He was still in the mama TV. Have you ever seen jungle fever? Oh, well, anyways, just like, and so I was like, I couldn't imagine, like, I wouldn't be able to walk past him hungry. I wouldn't be able to see him cold, like my baby. I think when you have carried children in your belly for nine months, 10 months, however, you know, when you've carried children in your belly and, and especially if your children have been with you. I I can never see myself walking past my hungry child on the street. Now, that being said, that being said, that being said, I couldn't walk past him hungry on the street. But if he did something like bold up to my husband, 
and you and your husband have to be at one or let's just say you know kia get caught out on drugs or some shit like that i yeah. couldn't walk past him hungry i would feed him at the very least he may not be welcome in my home um but and, and it may be a thing where he's not welcome in my home but that is still my child that is still somebody that i raised that is still somebody that i've poured love into and maybe some things went awry but um if it came down to like not being in communication with my child i i don't like things like that i just <laughs> i i can't see it i i, I can't see you hungry I can't see you cold. Like, I mean, the thing only way that I would be able to like go no contact is if you harm children, you harm, you know, my grands. Yeah. Something you know, you know like what that. I mean? Like yeah. stuff like that, then I have to, you know, like, and I know that like I like and I said, like, I'm still going to hope and pray that he gets his life on the straight and narrow. And I want him to like, I'm gonna be so optimistic that he turns things around. I would want to give him resources, let him know where the shelter is. Like I would still want to lead him and try to point him in the right direction. I couldn't see my child hungry, baby. That's, that's I, my child. I, I, like if it comes down to the basic needs like i'd be like one of them people that go out and give them like a pack of a bag of deodorant or some shit only for hey, if, you know that's what like he said and hey, deodorant and shit i'm gonna like have that brown bag on the porch for you on the back porch <laughs> listen that's I what went. he said that's gator he said gator like they was you know leaving stuff on the back porch you know what time your daddy leave for work like come to the back door and get the but that's I what caused do that like i i wouldn't be able to help trying to help my yeah, child like it, 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 it gotta be something like egregious for me to be like i i can't have any contact with you you yeah. harmed you 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 know what i mean you tried to take my life you try like it gotta yeah. be something egregious yeah you know? and uh to be honest with you when it comes down to um drug addiction and shit like that a drug addiction wouldn't make me cut you off to where I I hate you. You know what I'm saying? Or and then oh, yeah, not even no. hate. If I'm no, indifferent, if I'm indifferent towards you, that's the worst part because I really it's a I, sickness. Of course, yeah. I don't hate you. I want you to get help. I want to try to find help you find a treatment center. You, you need help. Yeah, but the hard part with dealing with people that are on drugs. That's probably that's one of the hardest fucking things that you can go. It's through. a continuous. It's yeah, continuous. And, and I know. Then, you relapse. You're up. You done. I've had. You know how many family members on it, girl? Oh, listen. well, girl. You know yeah. I struggle, honey, because baby, yes. this shit is yeah. real, and it's a tough situation to deal with, especially with how society treats people that have become have fallen victim to it. And so. now there's a shift. We need to do something on that because if you see the shift, now there's this big outpour because now it's viewed as a sickness because it's inf it's impacting white communities on such a large scale that it is yeah. viewed as a sickness. And there's more empathy given to those who are suffering from drug addiction. Whereas when it was the crack era, it was like lock them up, throw away the key. But anyways. Yeah. Anyway, that was good. Yeah. Um. Outside of that, let me give y'all the latest on Pearl and the World, honey. Girl, Pearl got a video coming out about to go at MCR. She didn't talked about the man having one nut. Oh Lord! 
somebody made a joke and she was laughing at it and then i was like damn we was talking about but I, we wasn't talking about it like making fun of in that way i was talking like he getting around for somebody with one he he moving a little fast for somebody. Wait a minute. How is it known about this man testes? Like how, he came it, and told the story. Oh, he came and told. This is the thing that kind of pissed me off with people a little bit. Cause I'm like, you can't tell the story and then get mad when people talk about the story and people ain't shit. People are mean, but they saying that she's supposed to be this caring woman and she's supposed to be, you know, the alabaster queen and the alabaster queen shouldn't say that and, you know, be laughing at stuff like that, especially if she's an advocate for um, men. So, um, yeah, so she, she was, she, she, you know, she laughed and, he did. He came back and did a response video, child. He was like, bitch. He didn't say that. I, I would have been saying no. that. <laughs> he didn't say that. He didn't say that. He was like, look, you, 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 you supposed to be A, B, C, D. And then you, you talking about me. Like you talk, you making fun of my cancer. And O'Shea oh, did a video. Now. Sheesh. That makes it different. Why else did you think they he only had one? I didn't I didn't know why the man I didn't know some people you know it doesn't drop like it's different reasons. You can have an accident when you're a child. There could be a there's different reasons. True, true. So so girl, she got a video from here tonight and she had O'Shea in the in the thumbnail and one of them crazy looking O'Shea pictures. Oh. She got Abby and Preach in the thumbnail and oh. MCR. And, and I said, look at her attacking all these black men, baby. Why she ain't got Sneeko? Um, what's the, the, the blue hair dude? She ain't That's had none of that. She ain't had she ain't had a ass up in them thumbs. Mm. I told y'all, I'm gonna tell I tell y'all once, I tell y'all again. Anytime they going against black women, black men are not too far behind. Watch. And I'm I'm gonna see how them. this I'm gonna see because the manosphere might raise up on her. You think the manosphere gonna raise up on her if she go after all these black men? Of course not. <laughs> of course not. They would never go against the, the leaders in the masses. No, of course not. They're gonna be like she attacking black men. She attacking black baby. She, she looks like baby. Hold on. I got to pull up the thumbnail so you yeah, can. Yeah, I was just it. about to go look it I, up. Baby, I got to I got to show y'all this shit because when I saw I said, no, this she didn't. No, she didn't, child. And she looking extra judgmental, honey. Hold on, child. Let me share the screen. Because uh, Miss Thang looking like she going to show y'all last some. Wait. Can y'all see that? No, not yet. Here we go. Baby, look how she looking at them. Look at the judgment Ooh. on that shit. Look at the she, she looking like, bitch. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. That's a modern woman right there. That is a petty bitch right there. That is a look, modern look, 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 petty look woman. Though, they already coming to her defense. Her defense force already out, though. Defense force all. Oh, we can't wait, though. <sighs> can't 
wait. You know what, hood servative? I'm sorry. We knew you would have the cape on if nobody else did, brother. We sorry. I mean, he I, we just reporting the news. I'm just reporting He got the a news. pee on the back of his cape. God damn. And the pee is Jeez. not for piss. <laughs> Baby, she said exposed. Then she pinning comments like these niggas ain't shit. That's what she's saying. Oh, oh, she ain't playing with them. Exposed, honey. She ain't playing with them. She said she it says, was fake outrage. She said, ain't nothing wrong with one ball. He good. <laughs> oh. That's what she said, child. She was like, oh, I'll laugh at this she shit again. coming for all the little ninjas. They, mm -hmm. that, well, like, she said she proud to be a Karen, though. She said Karens are needed mm -hmm. in society, though. Like, so... Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, honey, is she about to carry it up on their ass tonight, honey? And I'm Clearly. gonna sit there. Um, I think we should react to it. I, I really do. I think we should react <laughs> to it. I really do. We know she look like that. Y'all are professional. She like Larry Bird. <laughs> mm. Professional. Listen, I, I'm I'm here for it. Listen. <laughs> Listen to Black Wizard. None of these guys are even in the manosphere. They don't have anything to do with us. What are you talking? We ain't even mentioned the manosphere. Did you say anything? I about said, the is the manosphere gonna defend her? I mean, is I mean, oh. is the manosphere gonna come against her because of um because of this? They are Thank saying that this is now not a manosphere issue. She is not. A manosphere uh, they issue. always trying to be like, ah, we ain't got nothing to do with and it. She, she, she ain't with us. She with y'all last, <laughs> but she was going to come. Never mind, child. <laughs> Regardless, though, she attacking black men. Like y'all should be defending them. They black men, and they use manosphere talking points. Let's not like. Let's not play with it. They not on. They black male content creators. They use manosphere talking points, and one of the people she's attacking helped create the manosphere. It don't matter, child. Mm. It, 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 you know, as long as she was going for black women. Child, I'm, I'm, I, I want to see it, honey. I want to see it. You know, I'm one person excited. I can't stand in this space, hood servative black arse. <laughs> that Negro right there. Conservative <laughs> is crazy. Yo. I really think that that's a white man in black face. <laughs> you know, I need, I need him to pin him up. You Have anybody ever seen hood servative? Because hood you know they got AI. No, haven't you? No, like and you know they get AI. He could be using a black person's voice. That's that's a white man. I bet y'all any amount. As a hood conservative, light skin. If he light skin, that would really explain everything. He mixed you know. his mama. His mama. One of them. <laughs> Let me just tell y'all. Um, I don't know what the hell going on at Google. What? We are on the verge of some wild shit getting ready to happen in this damn country. Um, mm -hmm. baby, when the folks start taking their own goddamn lives and talking about some goddamn AI, baby, I don't know. I think we are on the verge of some wild shit. Um, one of the another Google executive just took his life. Um, I think you heard what the father of AI said. He said, We about to see is we in dangerous times. He said he be warned. 
Y'all playing with it. Watch. Listen. Baby, I'm just I'm, expecting them goddamn robots to fall out the sky and start shooting shit up. I, I, look, y'all ain't ready. Like, he telling y'all, and let me tell you something. He already knew it was happening, but he said hey. he thought that it would be years from now. And he said, we talking about in the very near future, like ASAP, Julie, and nobody gonna know how to stop it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm about to get my underground bunker uh, because, like... No, I'm saying, like, we in scary fucking times right now. Like, what the hell mm -hmm. you talking... Well, I'm like, bitch, you the one who did it! Oh, no. It, it's scary. It's super scary. The fact that they're able to duplicate your voice, your voice patterns, your inflections, <laughs> and throw them onto whatever image that they want to... Girl... The fact that they can get your facial movements, we didn't all participate in these stupid ass apps. They got all our shit. They cloning the goddamn meat. You, it's to a point to they can clone the meat and still tell you this shit is organic. Yeah, exactly. They've been doing that for years. Let me tell you yeah. something. And we be the last to know, like by the time we know, they've been doing it for years, <laughs> like 10 yeah. years or more. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. then when it comes down to these celebrities and shit, um, I think a lot of them is clones, a lot mm -hmm. of that shit, a lot of shit ain't clean with that. Every time, baby, it is it's I'm I'm praying extra hard. You got your doomsday kit ready. No, girl, we gotta, we gotta get you. No, we we no, we got a plan. I got a man with a plan. You be watching them doomsday preppers. I I don't have to. This scary to me. And when I say, I'm gonna <laughs> be on. I'm gonna I'm gonna be really real. I'm gonna keep it all the way hundred with y'all. Um, I'm almost at a point to. There are some days where I am literally afraid to go outside, and I am. Like my PTSD and anxiety, I'm starting to get like real life fucking anxiety when it comes to doing certain things. And so I'm just watching and I'm like, you know, they took a lot of people out with the pandemic. We in for some shit. We are Listen, in for some shit. I, me and my husband been talking about this for a very long time. And I'm going to tell you something, women. We're about to get into this topic because it is so freaking important to get you a man who know how to survive. Like, like we... I can't wait to talk about this topic because women are so concerned about having a man and the only thing they're concerned about is a man that makes six figures. But what you get, you a man that makes six figures, but a man that can't screw a screw a nail or uh, uh, screw a nail in, that can't, that can't hammer a nail in, can't screw a screw in, a man that don't know how to start a fire, a man that uh, in the event where, where, you know, money is no longer the currency that's being accepted that you SOL, a man that you know, um, wouldn't be able to survive in the wilderness, a man that you know, if if all hell broke loose and y'all had to, you know, um, survive off of the wild for a week, y'all wouldn't be able to do it. A man that if y'all had to go into an underground bunker, that he gonna be more nervous and more anxious than you, like 
y'all don't think about some of these necessities. That's why I tell you, like, a man's character is so freaking important. And some of the things that we overlook because we concerned about his D size, him having six packs, how he could put it down in the bedroom, him having game, him having swag, baby, ain't none of that ish gonna matter. And like, y'all think that it's a game and it's fun and it's, it's like, if one thing... If if we haven't learned anything else, we should learn to expect the unexpected. And baby, be prepared for anything because we don't know what the hell will happen at all. And I, I think that we've kind of had it. We've had it so easy and we've been lulled into a deep fucking uh, sleep state. You're awake, but you're still asleep and you're not really paying attention to the shit that's going on around you. A lot of people don't even watch the fucking news anymore um, to really see what's going on in the world. Um, yes, an underground bunker. An underground bunker can come into handy for can come in handy for anything. It could be a tornado, a hurricane. Any an underground bunker comes in handy for a myriad of different reasons. Girl, uh, Faith, listen. Uh, the same. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't have a choice. Be, people be looking crazy, you know. Um, I be hating to shoot now. I'm I'm good. I'm a really good shot, but I be like, I ain't shoot. I don't like to shoot. I hate shooting. But does it give you PTSD? Nah, it it could be a form of stress relief, but I kind of get shy if it's just not like with me. If it's me uh. and Curlin, then I'm not shy about it. I but if you. I go out like, and like my husband, he gonna make me, but I do not like shooting. Uh, I I don't mind like I don't like shooting with big guns. Like he be like, you can't just shoot with the small guns. You wanna, like I don't like shooting with any. Like I don't like shooting with rifles, and I don't like shooting with small. Girl, I am in love. I mean, with big uh, guns. I have a AR, and man, I love my gun. I love her. I don't like shooting with. Mm-mm. But she doesn't have a lot of recoil. Easy with exactly without a lot of recoil. Like yeah, like (laughs) them a goddamn shotgun. But I told Curlin what I want for my birthday. Do you remember like them big ass uh, revolvers they used to have in like Dallas? Like I want me a goddamn oh old fashioned. (laughs) I want me one. Where you where you gonna tuck it? Where you going? I ain't gonna tuck. I'm gonna have that bitch under a, a, a sink or sofa or something. Well, you, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna be shooting like Soldier Boy. <laughs> no, but, um, I'm such a girl. I'll be like, can you just something pink and cute and <laughs> little? Uh-uh. I want me one of them big ass guns. Like one mm-hmm. of them big ass revolvers where this shit just as big and hit. That's what I want. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if he'll give me one for my birthday. But that's not yeah, but y'all talking about the news last so much. The news ain't even covering none of this um, that we're talking about. The thing is, you have to go to, you have to know where to go. You got to go to specific sites and sources in order to find out this information. Because the news only want to cover Trump and 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 um, only want to cover the weather f- uh, for twelve hours out the day. And very few things are the news covering. The news ain't covering half of what's going on. So no, they're not. And then we're so addicted to social media and things that's going on around us that they pacify us with every scandal. Um, they things are exemplified. The things that they want to have exemplified are exemplified. The real shit goes untalked about in 
or talked about in very small doses, but the bullshit, you're going to hear about the bullshit. Well, I've been hearing about Usher and shit all weekend. We ain't hearing <laughs> shit about uh, Putin and them goddamn missiles and shit. Or was it North Korea that uh, shot off? One of them that shot off. I thought it was Russia, though. Did you yeah. see the, uh, the uh, man snatch the flag out the other dude's hand in Ukraine? No. Homeboy was sitting over there holding up the goddamn flag. And mm-hmm. the other man went and snatched that bitch out his hand. I, they looked like they was at a news conference or something. He went and snatched that bitch out his hand. And the other went over there and beat his ass. I haven't been watching international news. I've been watching these dang on mass shootings and um, what was the Oh, Allen, Texas. And like, um, I've been watching these uh, national ma- national news with these mass shootings for the last two days. And I'm like, what in the entire heck? Um, are we are living in, uh, let me tell you something. I'd rather be prepared than not. But um you ready to get yeah off girl because we can talk about the current topic. shit all day honey yes. yeah um yeah yeah let's go let's go let's go so choosing broke men is why black women are at the bottom so this is a very interesting topic because namely black women never acknowledge that they're even at the bottom if you ask a black woman she gonna say well, i ain't at the bottom maybe we win <laughs> number one but okay. um i think in perspective putting things into perspective when we talk about in ranking to other women so why black women aren't winning in comparison to other groups of women in comparison to their counterparts um that they are, are at the bottom uh, and the reason is choosing broke men. So we know recently this whole Ebony K. Williams thing has played out and Ebony said, um, uh-uh, unless he own that bus, um, don't bring him over here. And uh, that set the internet ablaze. And there's been a lot of conversation, a lot of back and forth as a result of that. And before we get get off into the conversation, if you don't mind, I wanted to play a quick clip to get us started. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh Uh-oh, sorry. Let me play this real quick. So I found this to be very interesting. So this was something that um, a recent interview that she did that I actually posted in our shorts um, where Envy had um, something to say or response uh, and had something in response, something to say in response to her comments. You talk about how much you uplifting and how much you're going for black people, but that's not necessarily what you're even looking for. Well, first of all, Paging Dr. Umar, damn. Let's not skip a beat. Mm-hmm. So I would love to know how you envy know what I'm looking for. We never no. had the conversation. I don't so, know. But, but I'm, you asking, just I'm telling you what it. people are saying on comments, what I've right. read, and I'm, and, and I'm talking for them. I'm not a bus driver. I'm, I'm oh, speaking for the, for the average person out there because I feel for them because the bus drivers and the average person are what keeps these lights on here on the Breakfast Club. That's right. They keep me, they keep me booked and shown. Nobody is saying, okay, first HBCUs. of all, this is not about you booking I'm, I'm shows. Asking. I'm, I'm this just is telling about, you how I feel. So when you shit on the people that no, first ride of all, with me, I'm with you're dead ass wrong for framing it as me shitting on them. You don't first think of, I was no, shitting on them? I know it. First of all, I know it wasn't. I, I think what you're saying how right you now is irresponsible. I think what you're saying you is irresponsible. Feel? Do you Envy, to the polls, I think, how people I feel? think what you are framing right no. now in this moment is highly irresponsible. Oh. Because we're, I'm going... 
So just to give a little bit more context, I watched the entire interview and I have to say um, she went on a tangent and she kind of made it about this macro thing and about her work with the community and why she I feel like she should have doubled down on her stance. If your stance is your stance and you ain't date nobody and that's not in a certain tax bracket, stand on it and say that. But she made it about the community challenging black men, not allowing black men to that just get C's and D's that are mediocre, that are average to giving them a soft space and she was giving very masculine energy which you know she is likely a person who's in a leadership role and that's expected when she is in her work element and um you know went on to say a bunch of that type of thing but um i don't i, I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with having a standard and expectation for the person who you date i think that we all do in one way or right. another um and i'll get your take before i give my overall take on the you know on the clip but go ahead danny i'm sorry um so I think he was absolutely right in that aspect of the conversation, because to me, she did shit on blue collar men. Um, when you talk about people being mediocre and doing mediocre jobs and shit like that, that shit was wrong. To me, that was completely wrong. He was completely out of line. I didn't, I did not like that. Um, I think when we get a lot of accomplish accomplishments under our belt, the first thing we want to do is look down at somebody. She said her own mama drove the bus. So then I'm looking at her and I'm like, so then would you say that your mother was a mediocre woman um, because she drove the bus? And um, to say that people are mediocre because they're not entrepreneurs or we've been in such a state of mediocrity that we like we're not at a certain level as a people. So, you know, us working regular jobs uh, has basically kept us not being shit, quote unquote. And she's saying that she's not going to go without and um you know uh she's holding black men to a standard and that pissed me off that really pissed me off uh, i i think when it comes down to trying to hold people to a standard and you're saying shit like that there's not a lot of inventory that that's been taken um when you look at black women in a certain in a certain light and what black women's role should be so um yeah I, I i i wasn't feeling her opinion on this shit like at all um and you know i still have mm -hmm. arguments on on her side i do still yeah. have arguments on her side but if there were certain things like i think she's entitled to have a preference she's mm -hmm. entitled to her preference everybody is entitled to their preference yeah everybody is but I think she could have went about it in a way um, that wasn't disrespectful to a whole um, right. And I think uh, a lot of a whole section of people. Yeah. 
a lot of people were kind of well envy was ultimately saying that so um envy envy did say that his dad drove a bus he said his dad drove a bus his dad did maintenance his dad did worked as a repair person so you know maybe he did have some sort of attachment but a real talk ebony was far more triggered ebony was like i I deal in facts not feelings this and the other but she was in her feelings when envy was calling her out like she wouldn't let him speak she kept talking over him every time like she was triggered it was upset. um you know and envy clearly felt some type of way for him to yeah he kind of was letting her know but she was the one insisting that she deals in facts not feelings and she seemed to be triggered by him calling her out and she was kind of getting loud and you know um all of that but i think that envy's uh point was like you know um that that these blue collar people that these people that you're insulting are who pay our bills and that you know they are the the bread and butter of our society that they are essential workers that they are the people who keep our country going and also like calling somebody average or mediocre like you you know you don't have to insult them to to say that you know you um that they're not your preference and and you know i agree with that i feel like it's okay to have standards and preferences and she has the right to like what she like and desire what she desires there are men we hear from men all the time about their preferences about what they won't deal with about you know women having to be a certain way having to look a certain way having to have a certain hair texture what have you and no one can argue with them about their preferences so she has the right to her preference the um, issue comes into play when you insult those that are outside of your preference insult an entire demographic of people a very demographic that your mom came from and you know um belittle them for doing what you consider to be tip for being mediocre for you know operating in mediocrity in 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 some way and also for you to be an advocate for black people and talk about the community work that you do and not for me to not acknowledge the obstacles that are in place for black people so yeah. i thought that, that was also something to talk about but on on the flip side of that, um, wh- why is it that so many people have this response to black women that, you know, black women, that it's an insult for black women to have these standards when we know that black women not creating a standard has been a detriment to the black wi- uh, black community. Black women dating broke men, dating the Pookies and Ray Rays, dating uh, men who are subpar, who don't live up to any standard at all whatsoever ever, you know, and having children with them and being left and saddled with those children who because they can't pay child support or they they're sent to jail or what have you has affected the the black community tremendously. More black men should be on par with what she said in telling black women to level up and to set such a standard and to, you know, develop standards for themselves and make men meet those standards and maybe more men will um will um elevate themselves what i thought about too um do you think that women judge so uh, when, when i was thinking about this and i i thought about kevin samuels and i thought about a, a conversation that he and i had um very 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 early on before he became kevin samuels um he and I had a conversation on a content creator's channel 
and we were talking about name brands and shit like that. And, you know, I got some luxury items, not everything's that. And it's just, it's what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's not that deep. Um, but I was, he was asking me like, what type of labels do I wear? And, you know, I was in my tax bracket, you know, I got me some, uh, Gianni Beanie, some Jessica Simpsons, you know, some Sam Elderman, you know, shit that I could afford. And he kind of turned, turned, he kind of turned his nose up on it, which I thought was really interesting. Um, but when I see guys talk to guys and guys judge other guys, right? Guys judge each other by their level of success. A guy will look at another man. If another man isn't able to make it into a certain social circle, I feel like men really judge men from their level of success or they judge men on how they're dressed, how they, whatever. And I feel like she used the same criteria to say like, hell no, that ain't what I want. And I was so, I was sitting there and I was like, Men look at other men and will exclude them from social circles and groups because you're not on this level. You ain't on my level, bruh. You ain't this, bruh. And I'm like, I think it's more of a society thing than a black women doing it. We've seen everybody doing it, but I was like, why is it so hard on her? What you think about that? Um... I feel like that's another thing. And I've, I've kind of brought up this topic before. I find it interesting that other groups of women can set standards for themselves. It's only a problem when black women do it. Do you think so it's because we're vocal about it? No, I think it's because we're not deserving that people feel that as black women, we're not deserving of what other women are deserving of. Um, in addition, um, we're already at the bottom and our men are at the bottom. It also eliminates a large percentage of the dating pool. So a lot of black men would be left out because, you know, and this is a, a, some, in some respects, it's not um, black men's fault. There is a, part of it that's not black men's fault and and by and large you know black men face you know uh a lot of systemic racism in the 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 um job market you know in in the in when trying to climb the corporate ladder there are obstacles that are in place that are um race related or or discrimination um there's a lot of discrimination that black men face in the job market that have nothing to do with their abilities. So we cannot ignore that. Like, and I will never ignore that. That is something I will always acknowledge. But because of that, I, I'm going to give grace to black men. Um, and I, I don't care what anybody says, black women don't ever acknowledge this. Um, black men have it tougher than we have in the in the in the job market. Um, black men have always had it tougher than we have in the job market, and that's by design. It is a, literally a fact that if you want to destroy a community, that if you want to impact a community, that you lift the women up and you leave the men behind, that if you want to impact the um, structure of the family within a community, that you can do it by uh, elevating the women and leaving the men behind. And this is something that's been done for over 50 years within the black community. Like this is not a new phenomenon. We know that this happens and I don't know why we don't acknowledge it or, or um, we don't 
don't at least um, give some grace. I'm not telling black women to ever deal with somebody who's not applying themselves, who's not productive, who doesn't have a plan, who's not out here grinding, um, you know, just being completely honest. Um, my husband is, you know, far more um, intellectual, far more of an intellectual than I am. He is far more qualified than I am as it relates to a myriad of things. And I am far more advanced um, as, and we work in the same, in, in the industries that we both worked in when, when we first met, he switched industries period altogether because um, I was, you know, so far more, and I'm, he's, you know, older than me. He had more experience, entrepreneur, lots of things, because I know it's just, I'm more palatable. It's just far easier for me. And we've, discussed in detail some of the struggles that he had um, just in trying to navigate, um, you know, the, the the game. So I know it to be a thing. And he's not the only person. I've talked to other men. I've talked to even my brother um, in the industry that he works in and some of the struggles that he's dealt with. So it is a thing. And I don't know why, you know, we don't, even if you don't have to necessarily give grace, it's your business if you don't, but I choose to, and I will always make sure to acknowledge that because it is, it's important for me. Uh, I, you know, work in risk. It's important that we acknowledge the root cause of all of the issues that we're having. We can't have the conversation without talking about the root cause of why we're here, why, why we're having the discussion. So, and it's interesting that you say that black men have it tougher, tougher in the job market than any other demographic, right? Mm -hmm. The issue that I see with it is black men don't even give themselves um, or give each other that kind of grace. Um, you have a lot of black men that say they were far removed from slavery. Um, mm -hmm. There are too many hustles out here for you to be sitting up out here broke. Um, if you don't have goals and desire, then you, you know, if you stuck, it's your own fault. And then when, with us as women, when we talk about, um, them being in a lower position and, and stuff like that, um, it was somebody in the chat that says she would never give a man a crutch. And I was kind of getting to, to that aspect oh, yeah. of it. Do you think that we've given black men too many crutches? And, you know, we've been called mammies because we I, I've always kind of been under the mindset. Yeah. Of, I, but this is this has been a thought process of mine. Um, When I had that conversation on Faith Factors channel and shout out to you, Faith. Um, You know, and I was asking, like, what about the boys? And they and it was women like, let the men worry about the boys. But I'm like, isn't it our jobs to kind of teach and nurture? But then you'll have women where you can't teach and nurture a grown man. You can't do certain things when it comes down to grown men. And then I'm I'm wondering, so um, when it comes down to having compassion and sympathy and being empathetic toward their plight, do y'all have any empathy for black men when it comes down to their economic state their uh, social, social, social status. Do y'all have any empathy um, for that at all when it comes down to that? Let me tell you something. Like this whole conversation is is setting me ablaze. <laughs> I must tell you. Ah, ah. Okay. 
Oh, First, shit. not a meltdown. Unemployment rate. Like, and I see people in the comments, oh, about the crutch thing, about, um, oh, not today. It, it doesn't impact them more. You a fucking lie. Uh, black men have had the highest level of unemployment in the U.S. for over 50 years. That is by design. There is, There are so many studies. There are so many books. There are so many um, um, college level, high level reports that have been done on it that have done deep dives that have looked at the root cause of it there is still today um direct uh direct evidence to show that systemic oppression still that black men are still plagued by systemic oppression that is still keeping them last does it prevent them from being employed absolutely not it does not i am not saying that we should deal with bums i am not saying that black men don't have to work. I am not saying that black men should not have to apply themselves. You can call me all the mammies you want. I can be a mammy. I'm a mammy that is, has, has my mortgage paid by my husband. So mammying works for me, Every but there's that. Um, secondly, um, when we talk about not having empathy for black boys, do you know how damn dumb that sounds? So we supposed to leave our sons to the wolves? That's why they can't read now. How do we not have empathy for the children that came out of our wounds and not care about them not being able to read, not being able to do math, not being able to navigate in this world? And then when they get to a level of graduating and not being, and not being uh, productive in this society, we are and, and, and being jailed and, and, and not being effective men, we wonder why, because we didn't care about them as children. And then you wonder why they're uh, emotionally unintelligent because you didn't give them empathy and compassion as children. There is something wrong with a group of women that can bring forth children and say, oh, it's not my job to be compassionate to them. It's not my job to care about them. Now leave them to the men and not pour into them. You are remiss by leaving your boys out into, like leaving your boys to the wolves and not doing what you should do as a caretaker and loving them equally, pouring into them equally and seeing fit at, at, while they are underage to make sure that they are reach the level of maturation um, and, and that they are provided with the same tools that your girls are provided with. And then you wonder why they have no interest in college. They're not excelling at the same rate because you are not pouring into them. Y'all crazy. Seriously. Period. Shit. Concrete. Oh, I'm about to. White folks, white folks, white folks. No, not yet. Okay. Um, shout out to Victim Olympics. She says, good topic, ladies. Um, thank you so much. Juju, I forgot to shout you out, honey. I'm Thank going you, all the way back up, Juju, Juju, to read your super chat. She said, hey, beautiful ladies. Hey, Juju Bear. Thank you so much, sweetie pie. Thank you, boo. And shout out to Mrs. Queen Sunkiss. She said, shout out to the title. Uh, good topic. Thank you so much, lady. Y'all go check out Mrs. Queen Sunkiss, honey. Um, she be holding, over there holding her panels. Miss Queen, I'm going I'm to come over there and hop over there one day. I'm sure I will. And shout out to Faith Factor. Hey, Faith. Faith said, I couldn't wait for this conversation. Please open up the panel. Uh oh. Um, girl, they they asking for the panel child. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. What are your thoughts though? What are your thoughts about that? Because um, when they talk about 
Go ahead, then. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead and finish your question. When they talk about, you know, specifically, like, you know, you're a mother to a black boy. Like, what are your thoughts about that? When they say that, you know, um, your black boys should be left to black men, that we don't, we shouldn't have to pour into, pour into them at the same rate. What are your thoughts about that? I, I think that when it comes down to raising boys, I definitely, when it comes down to raising children, period, men need to be present 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 um men with strong value systems with structure with um honor that are respectful uh good men need to be around children period when it comes down to pouring into your kids i'm a mother i don't know how not to pour into my kid i don't know how not to um, but I do want to raise productive members of society. I want my, my son to grow up as a masculine man. I don't want my son to grow up as an effeminate man. And if that's good for you, that's good for, for whoever, you know what I'm saying? Um, I want him to have strong, a strong moral, uh, backing. I, I do feel like men need to be present, but I still feel that we as women do have a job to nurture and to fucking teach. When it comes down to actually being a fucking teacher, a lot of women are um, shying away from that role. It's not my job to, it's not my job. And then when we look at the people that we're raising and how they have turned out, and how these kids are going against their parents, how they're unruly, how you don't have any fucking control over them. A lot of that shit comes from the, directly from the mother. A lot of that comes directly from the mother. Most women I know have been in charge of the discipline of kids. Most women I know um, within our community have been in charge of discipline in the kids and stuff. And when we've taken men out of the home and we've been left to raise the kids, we're not doing a great job at that. We're not, we're not, we're not doing a great job at that. Um, we're not doing a good job. Men need to be mm -hmm. present. Men, men should absolutely be there. Men offer things to boys that women can't. But I still feel like our role is just as fucking important in our son's lives, just like with our daughters. It's important. And we've, we're getting away from doing things that should have been natural to us, but we're, we're trying to shy away from all of that. And so now we don't want to teach, let the men do. And then the men, um, uh, you have a generation of men that have been raised by single mothers that react to the same shit the way women react to it. So it's screwed up on both sides. And yeah. I agree. So. I agree with that. Um, Goodness Ready Both says African men as in Nigerian men come here and kill the education system. The uh, B African value education. Most black American men do not value education. I do want to say something about this. Um, I, I often see people highlight how immigrants come over and they do better than African Americans. And I think that this is um, a very interesting point that's often highlighted. One 
part, um, one thing that's left out regarding this is um, a lot of these people in these immigrant groups are the top performing people, um, you know, from these societies, the top performers in their school system. So, you know, people say that about Asians and it, there's documented evidence to show that they are top performing before they ever come here. And the same thing goes for other immigrant groups too. And that's something that hmm. also needs to be highlighted. So I just wanted to point that out too. Um, and then too, um, when it comes down to our education system, I think that how we've done education versus how others have done education has been totally different. And mm -hmm. a lot of shit that our people have been educated on isn't necessarily shit that's going to help them survive when they get out of school. Um, yeah. How many people do you know that are working in their actual field? Um, that they've gotten their degrees in and especially um because i think we have a very low enrollment rate for black I, men. Ain't working <laughs> I know so many people that aren't working in their um field especially um with black people and then mm -hmm. i think another thing is black men have started to take on more trades than they've uh done you know with like regular degrees so i think a lot of people mm -hmm. have you know um said fuck college and have decided to take up trades, which has been more beneficial. And they're yeah. not carrying the same amount of debt that everybody's True. So absolutely. I think that's it. Um, but oh, yeah. Hold on, child. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mr. Tim, let me light your ass up. There is no both sides. Brother's logical response to destructive acts of sisters does not make this a both sides issue. Stop it. It is a both sides issue. It's a both sides issue. Um, fact of the matter is y'all can be mad. Y'all can cry. Y'all can say whatever. Black men have told us what their preferences have been. Every time we see a, a new one get married and we will go look on the shade room, we light bright, damn near white. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, BBL body long. We, we've seen the types. We've seen what black men have constantly gone after. We've been in um, a manosphere space for about four years. And we've been told time and time again that um, we're not what black men. Do. We've heard it. We've heard it. Um, it becomes a both side issue when she this woman has her own preference and says that she's not choosing to deal with ABCD. And now y'all sitting here looking crazy yeah it's a both sides issue everybody has preferences everybody mad at each other's preferences it's a both sides issue when it comes down to men not being in the home and women raising the kids well the the kids didn't get made by themselves and you can say well she chose wrong so then if she chose wrong and she's she, if, if y'all are saying that black women have been choosing wrong and we've chosen all these pookies and Ray Rays to have the babies by, and she tells you that she don't want no damn bus driver, she wants somebody that's on her same status level, you can't win for fucking losing. You can't win for losing. If she don't choose this, she fucked up. If she don't, if she choose that, she fucked up. It, yeah. And, and it's been destructive on both sides. Both sides have been destructive. So I don't know. It's so funny that, Tim, that this is just an aside that you say that brothers have the lowest standards, that sisters refuse to meet, uh, just wait 
gender appropriate behavior and loyalty um that i i don't know i hear black men have standards outside of that and you know unless it's just internet talk i certainly hear black men have standards and requirements that fall outside of that and aside from that i would venture as to say that black women traditionally have had some of the lowest standards known as well black who's had lower standards than black women um which is why the community is in shambles right now because they have not had standards Supreme clientele, he said, every time y'all do this both sides crap, you show you're disingenuous. Supreme clientele, the fact that you're not able to say that the black men also have problems and constantly want to point the fucking finger at black women shows what uh, shows your lack of manhood. It shows <laughs> your lack of judgment. It shows how fucking blind you are. If you can't see that the black community is in fucking shambles and you can't just say black women, black women, black Black women no that doesn't play over here everybody has to be able to acknowledge the shit on both sides and when y'all when y'all don't when y'all aren't able to see the whole community see the whole spectrum of the community then i think y'all do everybody a disservice um you if you could say that you're a good dude we could say that we're good women we do have good and bad people on both sides, but y'all can't keep sitting around pointing a finger at black women and saying that everything is our damn fault um, when y'all have also had some responsibility to bear in that. I, I, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I don't get that. Y'all have had some responsibility in the um, demise of our community as well. So yeah, of course. And then if all hoods I, are matriarchs, y'all still there right along with us. Why is that? If it's a matriarch and y'all are still there, y'all are still there. The hood isn't um just black women in a hood. Black men are also in the hood. Come on. Mm -hmm. Shit. Um, shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, if you want to save the black community, save yourself and your family. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, he says sisters are quite open about their inter intentionality of selecting for their worse as well as how they are raising their sons. Of course, brothers are not perfect. That's not intentional destruction. LOL. Um, but there's still a cause and effect. Uh, the black community, uh, now. I ain't gonna sit here and hold you and say that black women haven't had problems in choosing and how how they choose isn't an issue how black women have been choosing is a it's definitely an issue it's definitely an issue with how they're choosing but y'all don't talk about the way that we're conditioned to choose y'all don't ever really get off into that and you can't say that it's a matriarchy y'all gonna have to get away from that y'all gonna have to really get away from that if it's a matriarchy, what happened to y'all? What happened to y'all's role? What happened to the things that y'all were supposed to be doing? Where were y'all when the matriarchy was being formed? Where were y'all when the matriarchy was happening? 
what happened with y'all? What was going on then? I want y'all to talk about that. What were y'all doing when the matriarchy was being formed up? In, in, in order for a matriarchy to happen, that means it has to be a ranking file, right? So then if you uphold all these women as queens and you all you did was serve them, then you get what you get. You can't, uh, a matriarchy didn't just happen. What happened to cause that? What happened in that? That's been debunked a thousand fucking times, Earth. Earthian, that's been debunked a thousand times. A thousand times. It's been debunked. You can't run with that narrative anymore. That's done. That's done. No, black men weren't kicked out um, for us to have Section 8. Mm -mm. That dog ain't gonna hunt, buddy. <sighs> Do you want to drop the link? Uh, I have some more videos. Um, let me see one second. Truth, you was in pampers. To. We was all, I, I would think our demographic over here, um, 40, like 35, 40, we're in the 30s and 40s over here. Our demographic over here is the 30s Truth, and 40s. like 65, 70 years old. Um, but we were all in pampers. So we're, everybody that's just about alive now is dealing with the effects of some, some shit that we didn't have anything to do with, but are still being held to the same fucking account over shit that we didn't have anything to do with. Everybody's looking and pointing at the black woman, the black woman. I, 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 I didn't know what a feminist was until I really got over here. Um, when Oprah was around, I was eight, nine years old watching Oprah Winfrey. I wasn't in, I, I wasn't, I wasn't against y'all. I don't know what the fuck to tell y'all, but y'all are trying to hold us to account um, for a lot of things that we didn't have to do with. Y'all are holding us to account for conditioning that we didn't have anything to do with. We're trying to undo the conditioning and you, it, it's a losing battle. Um, I want to play this video really quickly because I wanted to ask some questions in relation to it real quick. This is just a flip side of um, the argument. Well, the, the commentary from Ebony. All of the bus drivers, the UPS drivers, the FedEx drivers, to the sanitation workers and the EMS technicians and the postal workers, to the truck drivers who bring the milk that my great-grandson drinks and the bread that I love to the supermarkets, <laughs> to the plumbers and the electricians, and, and yes, to even some of the Uber drivers. I would date you. <laughs> I want you to be real clear. I would date you, and I thank you for being the heartbeat of this country. I really do. And yes, I'm a lawyer. And yes, I have a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, a law degree, and an Emmy. I've been on the New York Times bestsellers list seven times for several times for some of the 19 titles that I've authored. And to you, beloved blue collar, hardworking men out there, I would date you in a hot Mississippi minute if. <laughs> and here are my conditions, okay? If you're good to your mother, 
And if you are in good relationship with the God of your understanding, and if you take care of or have taken care of all of the children you've sired, and if you treat me well, if you treat me well, yeah, I would date you because I believe those are good ingredients. And if you have good ingredients, you can make a great meal. <laughs> together, grow together. So I wanted to know from you um, a couple of different things. Number one, this was something that I wanted to add um, that I um, wanted to address. And namely, it is regarding blue collar workers, because we talk about choosing broke men. And I wanted to make a distinction um, for me when I say blue collar workers and and, um, and tradesmen, um, in my opinion, I would not describe them as broke. Um, I, I would say they're hardworking. They're the heartbeat of our country. I think that um, oftentimes many of them can make six figures or more. Um, so I am not calling them broke. Um, so I wanted to make that clear for the sake of the conversation. But when we talk about Ianla, older women, you know, women in their 60s and 70s and above, like, do you feel that those women set Black women back? Because with Ianla listing her accolades and still being willing to date uh, a blue collar worker, a lot of the consensus was that it's women like Ianla that set Black women back because they're willing to accept anything. And they've also conditioned Black women to accept anything, to accept less than um, what they should by way of dating down. What are your thoughts? I actually am going to call bullshit on that. Um, black women have dated down because Black women's uh, vagina overruled their brain in a lot of situations. Um, that cool was calling and he was fine and he looked good. That motherfucker could barely read, but he had some good D and a lot of women went on ahead and, and chose and said, I don't care about that nerdy ass nigga over there with them funny ass shoes on. I want that dude right there that look good. I want him that smell good. I want him. And that's who I'm gonna get his cat to. And that's exactly what they did. Um, so when it comes down to our choices, can't nobody be blamed for our choices but us. And we chose what, what we wanted to do. A lot of times in those situations, when you actually got a man that's a quote unquote child and you're treating him like a child, meaning that you have mind control over him, you can tell him to go do something and he, his stupid ass go off and do it. Um, you, you basically have a, 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 a child in a grown man's body that you're able to manipulate and control to your liking. And so when the script flipped on us and they recognized the game and they started to get up from under them situations and start leaving them with them goddamn kids, then that's where we ended up on. But we made those choices off of what we wanted to do sexually. And at, to me, that that's, just what it is. But what about you? That was a good question. So um, I do think that there has been a narrative uh, pushed toward to black women and black men to, you know, well, to, to black women to, to, to ride it out with black men. I'm not going to pretend that there hasn't been this long running narrative that, you know, to ride it out with black men. Um, 
for me, that is not the deciding factor in um, you know who I partner with. But I have heard that in throughout my life that you know um, you know to ride it out with black men, and um, I've always understood that they have it tougher. But being a intelligent woman, I have been able to use the gift of my life experience, my researching, my, um, you know, different nuanced experience that I've seen, that I've witnessed, that I've been privy to and been able to sit in on directly um, and give feedback to see them be discriminated against um, and discrimination doled out. And, um, apply all of that to see that it is real. And so I do know that there has been a long running narrative that, you know, for black women to hold it down. Um, but I don't blame, you know, the generation before us. Um, I think that, like I said, systemic oppression does affect black men to a greater degree. Um, so, but, and you know, so I don't think it's their fault. And I, I've never heard anyone saying like, you got to, or this is something that you have to do. Um, you know, there was a period of time, I think during the industrial revolution where that wasn't the case though. Um, and black men worked in factories and the GMs and things like that. And black men were, um, you know, highly successful. You know, they were the breadwinners. They were bringing right. home the bacon. They worked long hours, but they were able to make very great livings for themselves and their families. And, you know, the tables had turned at that point in time. So, um, yeah, I guess, you know, that's that's my response to it. Um, shout out to goodness gracious. <laughs> She says some women do like intellectuals and some like some women like men who have a lot of money. I think that's absolutely true, but I think when we were conditioned growing up, you weren't you we were more pointed in the direction of the person with the swag. The, the person with the swag was always advertised to us as the best thing going. Um really? yeah, I believe so. My older women. Um, no, by social media, with the emergence of social media, especially. But let's not sit here in front and say that, um, when a person has been attractive and find how everybody treated the attractive person, and there's a you know, we've treated attractive people like they're above and beyond every everybody else. So, yeah, I would say that the older generation kind of ushered that in, and we went after what we wanted sexually. Um, versus what was going to be, um, sound, you know, a better, a better, uh, fit quote unquote. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I did want to say really quick, uh, getting lucky in Kentucky. I tried to highlight her comment. She was asking how oppression affects black men at a greater rate. Um, uh, two of the paramount, reasons or um, things impact paramount things impacting black men are um, the job market for 50 years the job market uh, statistics uh, show that black men have been disproportionately affected by the job market at far greater rates than every other group so that in and of itself secondarily incarceration 
those two, like easy. Like I don't even have to think about that. I don't have to pull up and off the top of my head, anybody can list those. Come on, like, let's be fair. Let's have an honest conversation. Like, I think that's what prevents us from being, like we can acknowledge when something, when a statistic favors, if you want to say it favors, black women and when a statistic favors black men like let's keep it a buck like we know black men are disproportionately affected in those two areas like girl getting lucky in kentucky ain't um giving them no goddamn short i think she a feminist for real i got one last thing and you can open up the panel while i'm doing this last thing because i ain't gonna be up here long um i gotta put on dinner but um and then we can do this all in one false swoop listen me baby i'm hungry as a hostage i got off the road and came straight on so so i'm i'm doing meatloaf so it ain't gonna be a long you know baby i was thinking about doing some monday quick little meatloaf and some mashed taters last thing so i got a question about this video soon because once you get to about 25 26 27 you start to look for a ring and dusty is never gonna give you one and if you do, it's going to be a struggle ring from Walmart and y'all going to have a struggle with it with a struggle life. Okay. So you better start thinking. I, I couldn't even love somebody that couldn't do nothing for me. I'd be disgusted every time I go home and look at them. You broke mother. Can't do nothing for me. I'm struggling. You over here looking at me like you want some. No, I'm turned off. Period. Bye. <laughs> can't do it. It doesn't work for me. I would never base my entire marriage or long-term relationship on love because that is stupid. You are mute concrete. My bad. So, um, what? Because I was still hear, hearing it playing. Was that Dr. Steele? I was still hearing I think it. Maybe so. it was, okay. <laughs> it was throwing me off. Okay. Anyways, um, I played that just for the simple fact that Shira Seven is like, you know, booming. Sprinkle, sprinkle, baby. That's all you hear all over TikTok. Baby, the girls are loving Shira and her level up tips and, you know, the um, advice she's giving regarding avoiding dusties and how to benefit financially and what she's telling the girls. And so, you know, her whole platform is about how to avoid dusties, how to get out of relationship with dusties and essentially how to, you know, telling women to keep their eyes on the prize as it relates to, you know, going after financial, going after men for financial gain. So I wanted to know from you, when we're talking to women, if we're saying that choosing broke men is why black women are at the bottom, should they essentially change their entire strategy? And should their focus be on dating someone who has financial means and that be their main target um, in order to change the narrative, in order to advance themselves in society, in order to change the status, should the focus be switching to finding someone who's um, has financial gain in order to provide them with the lifestyle that they desire? I think they need to rethink that 
Um, the problem is, and, and this is something that we've talked about a plenty of times on this show is going after men that everybody wants, right? So <laughs> if you have an attractive person who has the means, um, and they have the house, the cars, the whatever, you're going to be competing with a, a, a thousand other women that want the same thing. And then most black women aren't necessarily willing to compete. Most of us look at competition like, oh, hell no. If he ain't want me from the dough, I don't want him. Um, so I don't necessarily think that they should just go after money because if a guy has money and he treating you like shit, what you ain't going to be studying him. Well, no, some people will stay in it um, just to say. But I think that the dating market and strategies definitely need to be changed. I think she does offer some really good tips. Um, she does. Um, not everything she says is, uh, whacked out or crazy or wild, but some of the things that she talks about in knowing how to carry yourself, knowing how to talk to a man, Knowing how to ask for shit. Never going outside, looking a mess, making sure you always present. Like some of the stuff that she says is super valid. And a lot of women feel like they should be able to walk around in bonnet and flip flops um, with 13 inch lashes and Mm -hmm. they should have the same result. You, you know, as, 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 as the IG girl, they should get, be on the same levels and it doesn't work like that. So Mm -hmm. I think strategies need to be changed, but um, I think we need like a total overhaul. We need like a total overhaul of, the, of everything, but strategies definitely need to be changed. I don't think we should solely seek money, but I get yeah. not wanting to date a guy that can't provide. But if you are in a situation, I, I like I'm in a good situation because I made much less than my husband, but mm-hmm. we've made financial decisions that have been um, fruitful for us. Right. It worked out. Right. But like looking at my grandma and my grandfather, my grandmother, uh, my grandfather actually worked for mass transit in New York City for about 30 years. And my grandmother worked for um, nursing, uh, uh, not nursing home. It was a place called Mercy Home where she dealt with disabled uh, children. And she worked at her job for a long time, but together they got together and they acquired some shit for themselves and did really well for themselves. And I think a lot of women look at, oh, if I make a hundred thousand dollars, he need to be making a hundred thousand dollars really ain't shit. You get with somebody and let's say he making 75 or he making six. That's 165. Two incomes is always going to be better than one. And that's the thing. That, that'd be my point. Like, really and truly, I, 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 I don't knock people for their standards. Like, if you, and if even if it's unrealistic, like, you got to live with that. Not me. That's your business in real talk. But I think that if you're solely focused on finance, um, you can't be mad with what that comes with. I've seen women, I know women who are in relationships that they strictly got in those relationships for financial gain. But oftentimes those relationships come with a lot of control. Like those women might not be, there's a lot that comes with that. They may not be able to move how they want to move. Like literally he is calling all the shots because he literally pays every last one of your bills and you piss him off. You won't even, you won't not, not only will you not have a place to live, you won't even have a phone. You and everything is in his name. 
every you leave with the clothes on your back and he bought those so like yeah uh, that you know you be careful you get what you ask for you know what i mean so whatever floats your boat. I, I'm not mad at people for developing whatever standards suits them. That's your business. Just be okay with it. Yeah. Um, but hey, Faith and hey, Dr. Eugene, how y'all yeah. doing? Hey, ladies, what's going on? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, Dr. Hold on for a second. Well, Faith, get a starter, girl. What's your thoughts on this? Uh, is broke men, is like us choosing broke men, did that keep us at the bottom? What do you think? yeah no i don't think that that kept us at the bottom i mean to be honest with you you would have to be at the top in order to be at the bottom mm -hmm. so <laughs> i'm just i'm looking at you know how people are saying this and it doesn't make any sense now i remember you know back when marriages did last and this mm -hmm. is not just in the black community but this is everybody white black mexican hispanic whoever these people were getting together and they were building together they did family planning within their their marriages so a lot of people you saw a lot of people getting married back in the day and they didn't even have children yet they waited until much much later when they were both established to have children and i'm just wondering like what happened to that mindset what happened to the mindset of building together somewhere along the way we lost that i agree that's true, Faith. Like, I, I, to be honest, I remember my great grandmother, Nim, like, my great grandfather, he owned um, several bars. He owned our, like, this is my great grandfather who was born in the early 1900s. Early 1900s, came up to Wisconsin from Mississippi, owned three bars. He owned, two, like, closed one down, but then owned two at the time of his passing, owned two homes, one duplex in, in the home that they lived in, so owned properties. They had all of their affairs in order. I remember the insurance man used to come by every month. They would fix him, uh, you know, dinner and fix him, you know, like, treat him like he was, you know, a special guest. You know, like, literally, these were older black people who kept their affairs in order so there was a time when marriage was important and you also made sure that your affairs were in order and your paperwork was in order so that if anything happened your spouse your family and everybody everything was already taken care of and things have changed drastically yeah and and not to and i just want to also add that numbers wise we don't have a lot of black men in our community that's making this um this elusive six figures. I, I only run into them online. <laughs> when I log into YouTube, everybody makes six figures. But in real life, um, they're making average, you know, middle income salaries. So yeah, I don't, I don't do. see this. <laughs> most, uh, most, um, most black men making are making. I think is it uh, between forty, forty and fifty thousand dollars. It's not a lot. I don't lie, man. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I don't understand, you know, what woman is sitting up here trying to down the, the blue collar man. The blue collar man is actually one who's most likely to be as, as close to that six figures, maybe closer than, you know, somebody that you think got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they, they definitely say it's a small percentage of men. Um, what do y'all think about uh, Yonla's comments? Um, when she was talking about how 
a lot of us have been conditioned to be in our masculine energy and and that's probably what's keeping us single what do y'all think about that well i think it's in some cases it's it's true you some of them have been raised um you know to be masculine mostly by single mothers but not every woman has been raised that way some of them well who have who have two parents you know you know they're they're raised they're raised um you know to be feminine there are even some even single mothers who raise their uh daughters to be feminine as well mm -hmm. but the thing you know the thing is you know let's think about this here the man was put on this earth for a purpose to protect and provide for their woman and we all know a man cannot do it without money that means he needs a job okay uh, yeah are you about to say something go ahead dr seal i'll wait till you're done yeah without a job now, blue collar workers have jobs. They may not have men mansions, they may not have uh, expensive cars, but they earn enough to have a roof over their head and to go to work and to be comfortable just as long as they can you know, buy what they can afford. And if they do that, if they have a woman, he can protect and provide for her maybe maybe not the extravagance but enough for both to be comfortable mm. but for what i'm seeing some of these women want the extravagant lifestyle instead of what um instead of you know being comfortable enough I think this is this is what um, Ebony mean by um, average. But if you think about it for a second, if a blue collar worker works his ass off to have the better thing, the best things in life they can possibly can, you know, whether you're working, they're working for a promotion or for a uh, raise. Do you think that's average? Do you think that's really average? You're saying if uh, if a man is blue collar and he's trying to push his career forward, are you you are you asking do do we think that that that's average? Yeah. Yes. Um, it's not average in a sense that he's trying to better himself. I think anytime you're striving for um excellence and you're striving to better yourself i don't consider that to be average however however if mm -hmm. um he's in a certain career field that's not gonna really pay um anything or it's not gonna really um put him in a different tax bracket bring him up to another level then i would say you know if he if he has a, a low-paying job and he doesn't have any side hustles 
or he's not doing anything to compensate for that then i personally i would be a little bit worried i'm not gonna sit here and say that i think erica williams is totally wrong considering her mm -hmm. profession versus like the the other you know like somebody that's not making nearly as amount of money as she is i'm not gonna sit here and say that she's wrong for like oh hell no I, I don't think she was wrong for that. I think she was wrong in talking about the blue collar workers and saying that they're mediocre, but I don't think she's wrong for having a preference or to want a man um, that she's feel that it has accomplished something. So if you a person that went to school, you didn't went to school, you didn't got all your degrees, you didn't went through uh, damn near 16 years of school to accomplish certain things and you worked and you worked your ass off you want to see what a man in his 40s or a man in his 50s has also uh produced um things of that caliber or to be somewhere near your level i don't think there's anything wrong with that I, her likelihood of getting that is a, a different story though but i don't think she's well, wrong for wanting that I, I i think to me if a person is you know i, I think that a person for me, I, I like a man who's always striving um, to be completely out. And, you know, if he's nearing retirement or if you're very comfortable, you've you've literally met the you've met all your goals, then that's fine. It's, you know, you're an older man and you've met all your goals. But I like a person who's always striving, who always has something that they're striving for. I like that because I will. I'm, that's how I am. I'm always striving, looking for new you know, designations, certifications, different things that I can achieve because that's just who I am. Um, but, um, you know, and people can be striving in different ways. Like you may be just striving in your own personal development. You may be okay with your career because you're where you want to be in your career, but you, you're, you're in a nice spot. Um, so I think that, you know, that is a sign of like, I like a person that understands that growth is a, is a, is a continuous journey. But, um, as it relates to Ebony, um, I agree that, you know, I didn't see anything wrong with her wanting someone who she felt was, um, also, uh, someone who aspired for more. It was just kind of um the way her 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 tone and kind of um some people just don't necessarily have the their delivery i guess and she understood that but she kind of doubled down on the she she is um very much kind of she gave like alpha female almost like if you listen to her during that mm -hmm. interview with the breakfast club she gave a very alpha female energy and she was unapologetic in it and you know you got to take that for what you will but i will say this about her she is open to dating men of all races so maybe that increases her chances so there's that too yeah, um, I yeah and I do agree that comment from getting lucky in Kentucky because she was talking about how her husband or her partner owns a business. And the thing is, when you deal with somebody, and even this goes for um, Ebony, if she would have dated somebody who owns the um, bus, you understand the risk of dealing with an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship is such a risk, especially if that's the only thing. A lot of times entrepreneurs have multiple streams, but if that's the only thing that they're invested in 
like, okay, what if he does make six figures or if he is successful in his business, but especially with this ever-changing economy, like I've literally been seeing in Florida where people have had to shut the doors of their business because of this new bill that um, DeSantis passed. Literally construction companies shutting their doors, tourism companies having to shut their doors because tourism number, our numbers are so low and, and down so low um, this season. Like they said that by now, they said starting in April, their tourism would have kicked off with a boom and they've had one or two bookings for their tourism buses and stuff like that. You cannot predict how things are going to play out. And because things are not um, you know, things are not going great right now. He might be owning the bus and he might have to go for go to work for somebody else and start back driving the bus tomorrow. So there's that too. Well, I want to definitely get May up in here. Hey girl. Hello. How y'all doing good? How are you on this fine Sunday? Hey, honey? Doing very good. I'm watching everybody go crazy over this bus. This is <laughs> They've had a million conversations about this damn bus. We have, honey. Um, I think, you know, when black women start to say their preferences out loud or shit that they ain't going for out loud, um, you just can't say that. You can't tell these men what you ain't going to do and what, what you ain't going to choose. So, um, but that's, yeah. that's so strange because they had, you can't have tattoos, you can't have a weave, you can't have a perm. There's a whole list of things that black mm, women can't mm, be. Mm. They're discriminated over your dress size, your height, your district. And then we just get this one little thing, one little thing, which is income. And everybody then went crazy. They don't yeah. went out of their man. Completely. And, and, and men measuring men by the same success. <laughs> like how y'all get to discriminate from who y'all going to quit, but we can't. Oh, right. Well, you know, one of the things I think is interesting, uh, Ashira seven, I've been I've been following her for a while. Um, and I think that what she's done is she has said out loud everything that people have been secretly saying and nobody has put it on record, um, mm -hmm. especially I can tell you in the black upper middle class, those conversations are very common. Um, folks damn near pick your husband based on this so-called status and income and stuff like that Thanks. and eliminate men based on that. Can't date That's him. Don't talk to him. Mm -mm, he's he ain't got no so and so kind of family. It's very common. Yes. And, yeah. And I just want to say that I I personally have five generations deep in my family that exactly think like that. And I just want to share that I went to to answer the question: Are black women kind of maybe possibly dating down, not helping the race? Um, I'm gonna say this about white women. I went to a white women's college, and the white women's college. The white girls used to go over to Emory University to the graduate areas and they'd hang out in the law library and the medical library. And all they were doing was bringing coffee and stalking these, um, you know, potential husbands. Oh, they were working it. And these men didn't really matter how they looked and stuff like that. They were selecting their husbands. These are white girls, 19 and 20, because that's what their mama taught them. Pick you, your husband. Let him think he picked you, but you know what salary he going. What do you do? What do you hear? Anesthesiologist. Oh, we already know 250,000 and up. This is common. Jewish people do it. Why are we acting funny? Because it's black women. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's because it's black women. And then I think it's kind of insulting 
um, for a woman that has gone to school for years upon years upon years and has worked her ass off. And Ayala has said herself that she ain't getting married. Ayala says she'll get into, into like a nice little partnership with your ass. But she ain't getting married no more. She ain't even going. She says she would get a prenup. She would date you. She would get a prenup, you know, get your prenup or whatever. But she ain't really trying to um, go down and, and do it under a government system herself. So I'm like, well, Ayala, maybe Ayala was sticking more so on, um, black women's energy in this conversation morphed into something totally different but um even when it comes down to a yonla yonla say her money ain't his money and she's not really interested in building um a whole lot with a man herself which i thought was interesting because i watched her show after the fact and i was like a yonla said her yeah. money is for her kids and her grandkids yeah she's 70 she and her she's in her third trimester of life you know she's like you know somebody to spend my you know last few years with yeah. but you know she's probably not interested in doing too much somebody to you know hold hands and <laughs> enjoy the, her you know whatever time she has le left on this earth with right and aliana has a lot to lose i mean isn't she a millionaire yeah yeah, so yeah. she's Oprah status. I mean, Oprah isn't getting married either, and I don't blame either of them. If I had millions, I would not um, trade my millions in for a, a ring at all. I mean, we can date, like she said, and go out and have fun, but no, nah, I'm, I'm keeping my money to myself if I got that much. If I built all of that by myself, no. What are y'all? So did Oprah about? date down with Stedman? Because I had this discussion with some women who they their whole thing was even dating a man who doesn't have a degree, which I, I kind of have a strong um I have very strong feelings on that because I feel like um, education doesn't equal intellect. I've had discussions with men who are very well read, extremely intellectual, very intelligent. I even know men in this space that are highly intelligent that don't have a degree. And I've had discussions with women who have master's level degrees that couldn't write an email to save their lives, who I know women with master levels degrees who were paying to get their papers written and didn't earn the degree. So education doesn't equal intellect to me. And that's just an aside. But do you feel that Oprah dated down by dating Stedman because their wealth isn't anywhere near the same? I, I, I'm sorry, I was asking Faith. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I don't think that she did at all. You know, I think Oprah did everything exactly the way that she should have. Uh, Stedman, you know, he seems to be a, a very nice person. You know, he seems intellectual. He seems to be um, on her level as far as that is concerned. But monetary, no, they're not going to be on the same level. And so I wouldn't I wouldn't say that she dated down, but I will say that um, she chose the man that was best for her. And is, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, men do it all the time. They date down all the time. Women that are not on their financial level all the time. So, I mean, I don't think it should be any different from Oprah, but, you know, she does have to look out for herself. She has to look out for the legacy that she built for herself. And mm -hmm. I don't see how marrying Stedman would be a benefit to her. Right. Well, what do y'all think um, about the way women choose men to date? What do y'all think about how we choose men? 
um, to be with. Um, do y'all think that we are headed down the right road, the wrong road? What do y'all think about that? I, I'll tell you what I think. I, I think we're down the wrong road. Um, there's this book I want to recommend called Why Men Love Bitches. I, I read a, it, girl. You know, yes. It's 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 my Bible. It's my go-to. Oh, um, it's a good book. <laughs> yes, it is. It teaches you a lot. It does. It really mm -hmm. does. You change your whole whole mode of operation. Um, I think that black women need to start being more feminine, which is more hypergamous. We need to be doing much more of that. Um, all the other women in other cultures, they look at the quality of your family. They look at um, your 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 culture, your background, what kind of stock you come from, your household that you grew up in. I mean, they really analyze the quality of the man, um, his behaviors, all kind of stuff. And I just think that in the black community, we just kind of two ships crossing and we just say, hey, let's try it out. There's no method. There's no methodology. There's no framework. Where are your skills as a father? What evidence do I see? Are you responsible? We really, people talk about vetting, but we actually don't have a framework for it. And I think that we talk about love and passion. I have never had a relationship based on love. My relationships are um, based on, my relationships, I've had been married twice, are, have been relate, basically uh, relating to business. Business. Okay. Completely. And I think if we start looking at each other as businesses, we will stop failing and leading to divorce business. But then let me ask you a question in that regard, because most men don't want to look at a situation and feel like they're um, being used in any way or maybe not, maybe not used, but a lot of men do want to be men want to be respected first, but they do also like to be loved. What, what, what are your thoughts in regards to that? Love happens later. Love happens when you provide. Love happens when you give me a home and I, I mean a house and I can make it a home. Love happens when we can do them vacations. Love happens. I always say it gets greater later. It gets greater later. May when you may when you gonna start the classes up for the women. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know, but you know what I really would love to do, you guys? I would love to see us do a budget. Nobody in the manosphere wants to look at a real budget. What does it take for a man and a woman to have four family household in America? Let's talk about that. You shall sent it in a super chat. Um, Let me read these real quick. Shout out to Steel Post. He says, Faith, do you consider yourself a blue collar worker? Yes, I do. I do. I, I um, drove trucks for over, um, I would say, 12 years. And um, yeah, I would be a blue collar worker. And I'm, I'm not ashamed of it at all. I don't look down on blue collar workers because of that, because blue collar workers are the people that keep this country running, literally. I mean, if all the trucks stop, if all the buses stop, where are you guys going to get your toilet paper? Thanks. Who's going to deliver the toilet paper? So I definitely have all the respect in the world for blue collar workers. So yes, I do see myself as that. Okay. And shout out to you, May. Um, May says we really need to have a stream that covers a realistic budget for a family of four. We need to examine numbers, what it actually takes. Girl, you said a word um, because it's expensive.
it, it's expensive. If you want to live a decent life, it's expensive. It really is. Um, shout out to T Walk. What are your thoughts about the conversation? I was going. How y'all doing? Doing good. How you doing? Hello. hello. Can y'all hear me clearly? Uh huh. Yes. Right. Yeah, I just wanted to um say yeah, I agree with you. Um, and I agree with um May for mo for the most part of what she was saying. And yeah, you know. Kevin Sam used to have them streams all the time, breaking the shit down to women, how much it costs for a family or for, what type of man they think they wanted, what type of man that they could get. But yeah, that's another conversation. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I believe that most women should find a man in college and they should get them like on a plan. I, I believe in arranged marriages, but that's not the way the US works. So I already know it's not. It probably never go back to that, but I believe women should look for their husbands when they're younger. I don't believe a forty-year-old should be out here trying to find a man mm -hmm. in that way. She should try to find a man that she can get. Not so man that makes all this money. Find should she be trying to find a man in her age range or she, because oftentimes yeah, a man that age can't take care of her that's a, well, in her is, age range well this is why i look um this is why i look at it i believe she should try to she should she should get a man that she's first of all compatible with and second of all that's attracted to her because if he's not attracted to her he's gonna he's gonna cheat on her it's like wow. you're trying to you're trying to get this man to get all this money and he got all these options and there's plenty of women that look better than you out here i mean ebony is not the creme de la creme she is not she what's wrong with good. ebony i mean she, i mean she looks good she looks good for her age but she is not the she no i asked you what's wrong with her you saying that she look good but but I mean, what's she, wrong with her well first of all her it's a i ain't trying to say i don't know if she got an attitude in private but it's like kind of it's something that it, it comes off a little it comes off a little you understand me are you a blue collar man yourself oh uh, yeah yeah was it that her were you offended by her statements no nah, because i wouldn't date her anyway even if i was a <laughs> I, I mean she not my type so i like my women darker so oh okay okay but yeah okay. it's like she's it's, she, it comes off she comes off a little I, I I guess you could say masculine, but like snobby, and like I mean, she she, she a lawyer that's she the type that you hit and quit. She the type that you hit and quit. That's she was arguing at. in the courtroom for her her points. Yeah, her, yeah, she was exactly. arguing her points. Yeah, she she looked like she'll be a little combative, which is probably why the white man left her. But oh you know, would you agree though that maybe people do better and they have long lasting and happier marriages when they date or marry someone? who's kind of more compatible on the same social yes. class, same level. Would you agree? I, I I believe that women should try to get a man that a man like that when they're younger, like, like you was talking about earlier, like when they in college, like the white women do, like they go to the events and they go to the little classes or whatever, and try to figure out, okay, this, this, oh, he going to be a surgeon or he's going to be this, that, and the third. Okay. I should get with him and be there with him while he's at the bottom so when he works his way up you'll be well taken care of in your 40s and your 30s don't try to be one of these women that put this off until you're like your 40s and your 50s 
and then try to go for that man because that man is probably going to already cycled out cycled out that part of his life he's already it's either it's either he's probably already done it or he's not looking for it right now and if he and what he's looking for is a is a more attractive woman and if and if he deals with you it's probably for one or two reasons to bust you down or just to put you in the rotation i mean it's just that's 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 i'm just thinking like a man if i had that much money that's how that's how i would move if i was done with that my life if i wasn't married by then if i was 40 50 years old and i wasn't married by then that's all i would be trying to do i wouldn't be trying to look to invest myself in, in a 40 or 50 year old woman and have kids nah i just get a younger woman if i'm gonna do all that i if i wanted to do that i would i would have done it when i was younger and i think women need to start understanding this, this, this how men think men think like if i want to be married and settle down i would have done it when i was younger i'm not gonna wait till i'm 40 50 years old to try to start a family most men don't think like that if they can help it if a man I, 40 50 years old and he ain't start a family by it by then something going on i or agree he, with you yeah oh, i'm sorry go ahead finish i'm sorry no, no, go ahead go ahead Faye. No, I was just going to say that I agree with him because when you look at the numbers, um, the average uh, age of marriage for black men and black women, we don't get married until we're in our 30s. However, mm -hmm. um, the second marriage, and this is for black men, you guys will not stay married at 30. You guys will actually um, get married much later in life, like late 40s, um, mm -hmm. 50s. And that's when you guys actually stay married and you're ready to settle down. And here's my thing. Yeah, that that AARP stuff. But, <laughs> you know, you sit up here and, and you ask black women to settle down in our 20s. But you guys really are not done playing the field until you're damn near AARP age. Well, you know, that's when well, what they say, that's when men hit their financial strides. Men don't want to settle down until they're stable. So why are you advising young girls to be finding their husband? So why why would it make sense for young girls to find their husband and practice marriage when men aren't tech black men aren't technically ready? I mean, I mean, this is really like all men. I mean, like all men, you 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 need to find your husband in college. And you know, KS he used to preach about this a lot. You need to find your husband in college. And if you if you if you if you, if you want an older man. He, he used to tell um, younger women to go for older men all the time if they wanted a man that was already set because younger men are usually are not going to be financially set. They're going to be graduating college, just getting into their careers, and it's going to take them a while to build up. That doesn't so stop them white girls, If you that type though. of woman that's willing to build up with a man, then yeah, get, older, get a younger man. But that if you don't want to build up with a man, go for an older man. That doesn't stop them white girls and them Jewish girls and all them other girls. They getting married at 21, 22. Yeah, that's very common. So black men won't be able to say, hey, I'm not ready. I haven't built up X, Y and Z. Um, no, I'm saying they should, get married. they should get married when they're younger. This is what I'm saying. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. We, They're not going to be able to say, hey, I got to wait till I build myself up. They also have to sacrifice and say, OK, I'm 21. And in order for me to establish myself and build with this woman or, you know, get things going as far as marriage is concerned, we're both going to sacrifice. She's going to sacrifice yeah. not having, you know, everything laid out. 
And she's going to have to go to school while married. That's what I did. I went to school while married. And I don't understand why black women, I really but don't you understand. you know a lot of black women are not willing to do that nowadays. Well, they're not willing, they don't to, know it's an option, they're not willing to sacrifice and build with a man nowadays. Maybe they don't know it's an option that you can actually, like Chantel Simone, mm -hmm. for example, she talks about how she got her bachelor's degree and master's degree and was so focused on school. Mm -hmm. Women like her say these narratives as if you have to choose one or the other. I know plenty of women who, um, Muslim girls, Arab girls, they mm -hmm. went to college, they got married in college, they were having babies in college, and still continued on. So okay, we as black women got to understand we can do two things at one time. That's what we need to preach to young women. And we need to preach, get married, find your husband in college. That's what we need to preach to them. You don't need to preach to hold it off until your late 30s. To your mid third, you don't need to preach that. Older women need to step up and tell these younger women to find their husbands in college. That's what they need to do. Hell, the older women competing for the same nigga. Exactly. That's true. And that's, so, and that's why the community is backwards. And that's why the community is backwards. But y'all black men gotta stop weaponizing age, though, brother. Y'all really do. Y'all gotta stop weaponizing. I didn't just say age. that. That's what she just said. I I'm talking about in general. I don't, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have directed at you. I mean, black men in general got to stop weaponizing age. Look at all the different not, I'm not weaponizing age. I'm not talking this about you, brother. Reality. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking okay. about in the in the manosphere space. I see a lot of weaponization. You know, so-and-so has hit the wall. So-and-so is washed up. You ain't this. You ain't that. I'm just saying that kind of got to stop, too. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking about you. I just mean in general. We got to stop weaponizing age on women. Well, they didn't seem to matter. Uh, age didn't seem to matter when Melanie King was pushing up on MTR. They was like, oh, she fine. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. I see you over there. No, nah, age show didn't matter, honey. They was they was in for it. They was here for all that. They enjoyed Most of these that. men will take it. They'll be glad oh, to get that old booty. Sure yeah, it. that's all it is. They'd be glad to get any So you got y'all gotta uh, don't mistake it. For the other, just don't mistake that for love. That's all I got to say. Are you married? Um, T Walk, who me? Nah, nah, I ain't married. What's I'm in college. Oh, you're in college? Yeah, I'm I'm going to be an electrical engineer. Oh, you're young. Yeah, at least we hope you are. Hope on what that young. picture threw me off. Oh, yeah. Nah, that's that's Tookie. That's Tookie Wood. That ain't me. Oh, okay. So you support gang members. No, nah, that's, that's just somebody I look. No, no, I can't I just stand you. Him. Said nah, he so changed his life. So. He changed his life. So good, good. Yeah, he changed his life around. Are you looking for a wife while you're in college? Yeah. Yay! Well, that's yeah. wonderful. That's I hope cool. she's black. Um, shout out to Doberman. He says black women don't want a husband. They need black men at the table. They are laughing at black men intellectualizing their demands. Black men equal bus driver. Black men, they are mocking you. I think when you have a woman that's in making uh, millions of dollars a year, most of them aren't going to go after the guy that's making about 50 to 100 a year. It's not going to happen. It, most women aren't going out to look for that. Um, just like when a guy becomes a millionaire, he's not going to look for um, the lady that's on my 600 pound life. He's not going to look for her either. Just keep it about. Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. Hey, babe. He says, apparently, Ebony has no issue catching him. 
as she said, she's done had them all. My gut says her issue is she doesn't know when to chill, probably talks herself out of guys, out of the guys she really wants. I, I actually can see that with her. Um, when they when she mentioned um with Ayanla that guys have had to tell her, you know, this is a date, not the courtroom. Um, I could see that, and, and she said that herself, so I can kind of see that, but yeah, our mouths will get us in more trouble than anything, and um, I think high-caliber men do seem to have more standards uh, when it comes down to the type of um, men that they're, you know, the, excuse me, with the type of women that they're going to deal with and not deal with, um, especially when you've had the emergence of the manosphere and the talking point, so Y'all trying to hold something up. Hmm. Uh, shout out to Mr. Curlin again. He says, if men are weaponizing age, then women should stop weaponizing income. Let's face it. Both genders have double standards that play in their favor. That's the game. It is what it is. Shaking my head. Thank you, babe. I agree with you. I think that's a good point. But yeah. not really, because, I mean, we can't do anything about aging unless we just die. I mean, but a man can always change his income. Do you think That's that it's possible point. after a certain point, though? Like if a man hits his 40s and has been settled at a, a position for 10, 15 years, 20 years, that to me is um, a hard thing to do, especially to switch a career after a certain point. And if he's been driving a bus for 20 years, He's more than likely going to be settled in that unless he takes up a side hustle. But uh, you don't see many men um, getting out of careers and like, you know what? I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to become a doctor. I don't see that. I feel no, like I that's relatively young. Like in your 40s, you've been in the job market for what, 15, 20 years? That's you still have 25, 27 more years. Like half of your like you could especially with these coding designations, like these designations, like a lot of these um uh, tech designations, they're six-week or four-week courses that you can take and literally pivot in a matter of weeks into something new. So I think like 40s or like that being a benchmark, that's not too late to change careers and i've seen it especially like in the teaching field i've seen so yeah. many people within the last two years change from teaching to something completely different like literally leave teaching and be doing something completely different well i was gonna say that's what um i i ain't gonna say i ain't i ain't 40 i ain't that old but that's why I said when I was um I started working when I was like around six. That old what forty? Wait 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 My bad. <laughs> my bad. But yeah, I, I um I, st I started working when I was like around sixteen. So I worked around. You like forty 10 now? No, no. How I'm old not. is you? He said he ain't forty. No, nah, I'm in my early thirties. Oh. You just said you was in co college. Yeah, I am. I he started, went. Um, he, he maybe he went later in life. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Was, Sorry. Um, yeah, like like you working. that like you that far away from forty. I mean, nah. I'll be killing you. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you what got me laughing because when was like, I apologize for that. I ain't mean to. I ain't mean to offend you. I apologize for that. Um, no, what's got me tickled is when May asked you, was you looking for a wife while you was in college? And you was like, yeah, hell, you should be. You at middle age. <laughs> yeah, Y'all hell. Y'all hell. His ass post-wall. <laughs> hell yeah, you need to be looking you for a wife. Post -wall, I, brother, you post-wall. I ain't post-wall, nah. You I was post-wall, nah. 
The wall is 27. Um, but I was, um, <laughs> what I was saying, but I started working okay. a blue collar job when I was like 16. So I was in the um, construction since I was like 16 all the way up to like my mid 20s. And I, I said, you know what? This is not what I want to do. I want to do something different. I didn't have that proper guidance from a father, fatherly figure when I was younger to tell me college is the way to go. College is the way to go. So I just decided, OK, you know what? Bump this. I'm going back to school when I finish these degrees. I'm majoring on um, two degrees when I finish these degrees in my career off 10 years. I'm straight. That's that's the way I looked at it. I, I just could. I was making good money and what I was doing. But I just decided to um, go back to college, cut down my hours. I was working like 60 hours a week. I cut it down to like 30. Now I'm in school. I'm finishing up. And once I'm done with this, I'll be making at least like around 80, 90 grand. So I'm, I'm good. Okay. Now imagine if you had a woman and she had a, a, a little money and she was making like $15,000. Y'all be able to make it. <laughs> Girl, going on somewhere. One of the things I was thinking about is this idea of weaponizing age to, uh, as it relates to particularly black women, um, men have to kind of deal with a truth too because we we just let folk get away with thinking that it's a one-sided thing and truth be told age is coming after everybody okay mm -hmm. um and i just yeah uh, just a couple yeah, of things it affects call, men and women differently though that's one yeah it don't matter How? it's affecting you think gravity men, don't men, affect y'all like you know, relation, relationship men wise, relationship men, wise it affects hold on one second, brother. let me finish saying this part that's right true. here men are balding okay losing hair there's hair there's muscle tone there's testosterone that starts to decline mm -hmm. penises stop working sometimes around 45 50 if you're mm -hmm. not in the best shape it's a whole lot of different things that happen and and so men cannot act like they are immune to aging okay that's, so no, that's, that's not what i'm saying not, uh, not, what i'm saying is yeah not to mention lack of energy yeah. Mm -hmm. All I, I got is, to say is it's easier to dig a hole than it is to raise a pole when you get old. <laughs> I'm about to go. Oh my. Oh <laughs> what I'm saying is <laughs> relationship wise, it, oh. it affects y'all ass up here. We out. It, it just does. It just does. Men have always been attracted to younger women. <laughs> oh younger men, older men, they've been attracted to younger women. It just affects so you know it affects us different so do you think women should just go after their boy toys and call it a day i mean um, you got the choice to do that i mean especially if you got enough money to do it like i think ebony she should just go out and buy her little boy toys wait, wait, wait brother don't even go there yet i'm you stepping on my toes that's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say that i'm gonna <laughs> okay. say that i got 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 that well um, mr z welcome i honey you were so quiet down there i forgot you was down there welcome, i was waiting for the intro <laughs> No, I didn't want to, you know, no. So let me, let me back up what the brother is saying. Look, this is what a lot of people miss about what Missy Yala Van Zant was pretty much trying to say, Eb tell Ebony, you are in the provider role now. Mm. Eat that. Go find you a 27 year old, 32 year old fit brother and go make him a house husband. Eat that. Mm -hmm. You don't, you're the millionaire now. If you, and I said this, I, I just did a video and I would actually like for you guys, for you ladies to review it. I'll, I'll put it in the, I'll put it in the comments. 
you are in the provider role now. Y'all want equality. This is what come with it. I'm not even doing the whole um, patriarchy talk. Fine. Y'all want to throw it out of the window? Fine. Then eat everything that come with this. Y'all want, want egalitarianism. This is what come with egalitarianism, ladies. If Ebony is a 40-year-old single woman, right, and she wants a certain lifestyle that she has already been able to provide for herself, then now it's your role. No, no more hypergamy. That's done. Fine. You want this? You got it. You got all of it. Go find you a 28, 30, 32 year old, six foot, whatever, six pack, whatever, and make him a house husband. Ooh. There you go. That's it. That's all. That's all. You know what? Wow. That is, forget that the morality. Is forget the role. All of that. It's done. That's a great point. I actually think that is wow. what Ayala was telling her. Yeah. Mr. Z, like, so that means because because a woman decides that she wants to chase her career, she wants to move up the corporate ladder, she wants to be successful, she wants to go and get her degrees, and she has all these accolades, and she wants to be successful, then that means she foregoes hypergamy? Yes, because you want equality. You lady, wait, 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 wait. Here's a question for you. Can you have patriarchy and feminism at the same time? That's what I thought. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. You can't have it at the same yeah, time. You no, you how, how? Go ahead. Tell Why me how not? Tell me how that I, works. No, tell me how it works. A lot of women will argue you can. I see women arguing yeah, yeah, yeah. for the same yeah. thing. How? Women how? argue that they like that they should be protected and at the same time they take st- a, st- a feminist and stand. And I say no like, and, and I say no you no you shouldn't. No, that's what the police are for. Okay. Oh yeah, and no, this is goes all the way there. It's called equality. Okay. This is what I'm that's saying. That's an example. The police no. are mm-hmm. are there for protection. At mm-hmm. the same time, the police can't um opt out of protection protecting women because they're feminists. Yeah. And you're women are right. not the only no. people that call the police, by the way. You're, no, you're right. You're right. No, this is what I'm saying. This is understand what I'm saying. If there's a hundred jobs on the table, there's a hundred men and a hundred women. 50 of the jobs go to the women, 50 of the jobs go to the men. How do the women look like saying, yeah, but we only want the 50 men that got the jobs too? It's not working because the men are dating across the board. That's the thing. The women are hurting because the men are dating and marrying across the board, but the women only want to date across and up. How is it supposed to work? Who told you women are hurting? No, what I'm saying, because that's, remember why Ebony brought Iyanla on. Ebony felt a way about what Iyanla said on The Breakfast Club. That's how this whole thing started. Everybody's getting this all type of confused. Ebony felt, remember she, on the grill, she said, I was a hit dog and I was hollering. Did anybody watch the interview or was I the only one? Uh, no, I watched no, it. I mean, I, I okay. Watched and what did she say? I was a hit dog and I was hollering. She did say that. We, we allowed Ebony to play us. I, I just did this. I just did a video on this, a sleight of hand. We went from Ebony, why are you single? And why aren't you with the man in your tax bracket to niggas ain't shit, blue collar niggas ain't shit. How did we let Ebony do that shit? So what was the purpose that she, what did she bring Eon on? What did Eon say that she was uh, offended by? So it came down to the bus driver, but the bus driver was an example of, and and remember what Eon did. Eon was smart in in this respect. She took everything off the table. I'm not talking about somebody, I'm playing video games on their couch. I'm talking about a stable man, so a bus driver, right? But if you, if you are this high powered, um, you know, attorney, famous, rich, whatever the hell, What's wrong with the stable dude? That's what Yala was essentially telling her. That's why she took off the the dude that's playing video games on his couch. But she knew he, she was going to go there. 
She knew she, she was going to go there. So she took that off the table. Now has the, it's just like, okay, a brother that's an attorney, but his wife is a teacher. That's ex exactly what she's telling her. That's exactly, and, and, what, and what Ebony did was say, yeah, no, but I want a lifestyle. And by the way, not only did that, I watched um, Ebony on, um, what's it called? Or something. No, it's, it's with, um, it's, oh, oh man, I forgot the name of this thing. No, no, no. It's it's a it's a podcast. It's called Horror Something. Horror, horror something. Horrible I'm sorry. Decisions. Horrible decisions. Horrible decisions. I yes. know she went on there. She went exactly. She went on horrible decisions, and she said, and she said something like, "The struggle with women like me that's also looking for like a particular lifestyle or a particular brand of man." So she's admitting the hypergamy part. What Iyanla is trying to tell her is maybe you can't practice that. Mm. And it's not a black woman thing. Let me make this very clear. Because a lot, I see a lot of sisters doing the whole, we're black women only told to settle. Did y'all forget about Tommy Lauren? You remember when she said that thing two years ago? What happened? Them white guys right, got her right back in line. Ladies, you can't, have equal, you can't have egalitarianism and patriarchy at the same time. Choose one. I can see that. I can see how that works. Because basically, basically you're saying that the woman has achieved her way out of hypergamy. Essentially, that's a good. Mm. You should do that as a topic. No, we're gonna do that as a topic. Achieved your way out of hypergamy. That would have been good. Oh, that is a good. And, and by the way, I, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you ladies off because it's not. It's not a. I'm the the reason why Mister Z is so incensed on this Ooh. is black women saying, "Oh, we're the only ones." No, you're not. You're not the only ones being told. The whole entire society. If the if the society said, "You know what? Hey, we're gonna bring women in." Y'all could vote. Y'all could open your own bank account. Yes. You could drive a car without a man. All this stuff. What you think come with that? Oh, well, let me get you supposed to be equal and special at the same time. Where they do that at? That's true. Think about it. Think about how many yes. successful women date down. That is a very common thing. Because to me, Oprah, like Sedman's net worth is $10 million. That's a drop in the bucket to what Oprah makes. And they've been together for four decades. And really, Stedman's net worth is $10 million because of his proximity to Oprah. Let's not, let's not, let's, you know, he's a lawyer, but come on now. Like, I got literally, one better for you. Serena and Alexis Ohanyon. Serena and Alexis uh, Ohanyon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's a white man, right? Like, come on, y'all. Like, when we, when Ooh, we have this that conversation. Spitting, yo. Yeah, but when we have this conversation, look, look here's the numbers. I'm not. I'm here's the numbers, like we right? We need to do an interview with Mr. Z on that topic. <laughs> y'all said that like a year ago. Y'all ain't seen the interview email yet, but right? So like, I'm about to give me something to eat, y'all. Y'all, piece yeah. of the chat, piece of the line. Sorry, T Walk. We, we, had, we had a man with some sense up here and we just lost him. Y'all ain't gonna turn this brother against me. <laughs> don't even listen to them. No, don't, don't even listen. Yeah, I know it's all good. I know that, y'all. Have a good one. And here's the numbers, ladies. Two thirds of men never make more than sixty-five thousand dollars a year. So if oh. you sister, if you two thirds of men, period, not black men, not men, period, so never make more than sixty-five. How we get all the ones that do in the manosphere? Hey, I, I don't know what these niggas talking about, but <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so two, if two thirds of men never make more than sixty-five, if you were if you were eighty thousand dollars a year sister, in this America, kaka, what that mean for you? Hmm. You, you, this even if so you end up with the white dude, I put money you probably dating down. I put money you probably dating down. This is mm. the this is the game, ladies. This is the game. I mean, I'm 
really sitting here fucking flabbergasted because that is exactly what the point was. Yeah. She needed you as a translator for that because now I feel like I'm, mm -hmm. my brain is like, I feel clear. Y'all forgot Ebony went clear. to Chapel Hill. She ain't dumb. She allowed, she, she let, e she, she went from, she went from Iyanla telling her, hey, you might have to play this game like a man would to switching it up and pretty much on your eye because you know what it is? Because Ebony is a 40-year-old millionaire and she feel like mm -hmm. the wall is closing in on her, right? She's she's throwing a fit. What she really is is a grown-ass little girl throwing a fit that she feel like society's pushing her to the men that she thinks she's better than. And then she's punching down on, yeah. on blue-collar men like me. Bitch, I don't want you to stay up there in your tax bracket. The thing is, Ebony absolutely was triggered. When I saw her on The Breakfast Club and the way she flipped it, like, no, double down on it and tried to make it yep. about the community and her concern exactly. for the community. It has and nothing to do with to that. Make it into this mm -hmm. some macro level thing that she's so concerned, her work for the community. And I'm like, no, sis, double down on what you said. Say I said what I said. Say it with your chest. Let them know but, I said what I said. But see, doesn't it? It's so easy. This is the thing. When you have contempt for the men of your group and when the women and some of the men have been conditioned to have contempt for your group, you could always bring it back to niggas ain't shit. It don't matter what we talk. We could be talking about Jupiter. You could always bring it back to niggas ain't shit. And okay, that's exactly what she oh, did. Y'all only get C's and D's and I'm not being a soft place for you yeah, mediocre Negroes to land. <laughs> and the you white know. man shows you what it really was. When it was time to quarantine, he told you he's going to his kids and y'all broke up. You broke up with him because you thought you had another train coming. And now that it's looking like it might not, now you're throwing a fit and punching down to the men that society's pretty much regulating you to. I don't want you, bro. I said bro on purpose. I don't want you, bro. Stay over there in your tax bracket. And you can't say it's a black man thing, bitch. You was the buzz down for some white dude for years. I don't want you, bro. Fuck out of here. Damn. Blue collar men need to stand up and tell this chick, go go stand with that with those dudes in your tax bracket. And if they don't want you, then go be the go go be one of their side chicks. It, and by the way, it but don't look like Ebony beyond being one of these side chicks. Color men look salty, like y'all salty because she don't want y'all. Because black men are allowed to state their preference and and be in. We gotta be cool with it. Look, look, look! Ebony stated her preference, and her preference kicked her off of Mount Olympus. God damn! Ebony stated her pre. The reason why she's throwing a fit is because she got kicked off of Mount Olympus. That boy, that's spitting right there, boy. Damn. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Ebony's mad because she feel like she's being sequestered off with the niggers and niggersville. May looks at things in a different way, so I want to hear yeah. what she has to say. Because maybe she on her Shira Seven, so she might have a different take. May, yeah, what do you May, think about all this? Y'all could bring Shira Seven on here too. I'll flame her ass too. Bring any one oh, of them weirdo divester ass chicks up here, baby. Uh, oh, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm gonna tell you why we not gonna do that because she ain't gonna be happy. <laughs> I'm not gonna be growing a goddamn horn out of my ass. Uh, no, we're she not. Play with that, that, that dark, that dark power. Uh, uh we ain't doing it. I'm Haitian. That shit don't flex on nothing over here. Okay, well, <laughs> shit. See what's going on. My Danny dear. from the sip. She know a lady. She could go. She could go see the lady. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, me personally. I do. I do really believe that. <laughs> like I said, it's not uncommon with other cultures. That you look at a framework of what somebody, where they come from, their status, their potential income, it's not unusual. I think because we're black, we just, you know, felt like, oh, this is the community. We all the same. We all equal. I think we're past that point. 
um, in this modern capitalistic global society, you know, that we live in, everything is an option, literally. Like all this technology, you can meet somebody across the world. We see the passport bros, it's an option. And so I think that that idea that, you know, people just have to settle for what they see in front of them or whatever like that, that that's not realistic. I mean, we, we literally can go to another country and establish ourselves. It won't work. But people are doing you it all know, the time. No, no, people it won't work it for women. Time. It won't work for American or Western women. You want to know why? Because you still want to practice uh -huh. hypergamy. So that means you got about two or three dozen countries to pick from. Um, but my because point is, men, wait, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm sorry for cutting you off because this it matters what I'm saying. I want you to. I'm not trying to insult you. I want you to please try to understand what I'm saying. The reason why it won't work for women is because you're still trying to practice hypergamy. If you're still trying to practice hypergamy, my 75 and your 75 is different because you knocked off like 95% of men on the planet. You're, you're, you're sequestered off to Europe, Japan, South Korea, and maybe a couple of rich, um, corrupt leaders in South America or Africa. That's well, the, me, that's me, the let problem. Let me say this to you. Let me say this to you first and foremost. One of the things that we've got we've to do is we got to realize, in my opinion, that like 70% of people probably don't need to get married aren't going to get married, not qualified or capable of being married. Eugenics okay. anyone? Don't worry, you get in there. Huh? I said eugenics anyone? Don't worry, you get in there. Keep going. I know uh, we're going to get there soon enough. How about no. let her finish, Mr. Z? No, that's, no, I wasn't talking about eugenics. I'm just saying that b based on this modern era that we're in and all the different you know things that we have going on, um, people don't all choose marriage. We see that across the globe, don't we? We see that in Europe. There's less birth rate. We see that in Asia. We're seeing that everywhere. Everybody's on internet acting like it's all black women, black women, black women. But this is happening everywhere in the world. Korea, where you just named, Japan, where you just named, China, you just named. And things are just changing. And we're in a global world. We got to deal with that. And it's capitalism driving all of it, as well as technology. So all I'm saying is that everybody don't need to be married. So there's enough people for those who want somebody. They may not just be in your local jurisdiction. They might be over there in Dubai. They might be over there in Yemen. They might be in a different country. Yemen. But we are traveling, baby. We're traveling. <laughs> Come on. You We're said traveling. Yemen? You mean the Yemen that's at war? Okay. Um, okay. I'm talking um, about <laughs> anywhere. I'm just saying in the world. My point, I wasn't meaning literally. You, we know Yemen is, you know, rough. I'm just meaning anywhere in the world. You can meet somebody different. That's all I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. And I hear, I hear you. You know, so this is what I'm saying. First, the reason why I said we're slowly getting to eugenics is we, like you brought up um, Asia. South Korea, 0 0.9 birth rate or somewhere around 0 0.9, 0 0.8 birth rate per woman. Japan, 1.4 per woman. You want to know why? The difference between them and maybe the black American community is they don't have children out of wedlock. But because the women still want to practice hypergamy, even though they're in the workforce, that means that so many men are, out, are, are they're dropping so many men. Nothing wrong with that, except you still want to get married and have children, though. So the bar is to the moon. You see what I'm saying? They still no, want to be. No, I see what you're saying, but yeah. everybody, it's not like we travel, we have 100% of people trying to get married or want to be bothered with marriage, male and female. Everybody's not chasing marriage. That's the reality y'all got to deal with. What number maybe would you only, put on that? Listen, maybe I, you I would that. say on the average, the only in society, probably only 20% even want to be married. This new generation, this generation Z, they don't even want to be married. So this do is not Do you think they don't want to be married or do you think they got priced out? Well, statistic-wise, they statistic they're saying that only 30% of us um, mm -hmm. black people in the United States are, are married. 
That's so what I'm saying. So we, we I, are not chasing marriage like that. She's I right. I think we are. I think we got priced out. What I'm saying is the black community beat everybody else to where they're eventually ending up, which is capitalism put a foot in everybody's ass. It hit black people hardest and the first. Obviously, we're on the bottom. And what everybody else in Western countries, particularly America, are doing is they're catching up to us. Millennials and Gen Z got priced out of marriage because unlike our parents, older Xers, boomers, silent, greatest generation, they walked into adulthood with children and wife, children and husband. What we did, what we allowed the capitalists to do is say, no, 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 no. Marriage and children is at the finish line of adulting. And guess what that means for younger people? Because they spend so much time adulting, which means getting the degrees, getting the money, finding stability, if they ever find stability, and most of them never getting there, what ends up happening, just like you said, the 20%, because I agree with that. I think it's like 20, 25%. Only those amount of people are getting to that finish line of adulting, so they're the ones getting married. And then all the rest of us are saying, yeah, I don't want to get married anyway. Bullshit. We do want to get married and have children. You're just telling yourself that because it hurts your feelings to admit otherwise. Okay, that's what I thought. So, like, I'm. This is what I'm saying. No, I mean, You're I'm right not trying to argue with you. I just, I yeah. really, I look even in the manosphere and I see so many men. I don't want to be married. I'm not trying to be married. Was it mad? Then why, why are they going? To, why are they taking their passport and go overseas and finding a husband? Oh, I mean, excuse me, finding wives. But they're actually not. They're just having whore like whore trips. They're not actually finding wives. Most of them, they're just out there. But I, I just oh, don't okay. think when you when you look around and you especially in the manosphere this this blue was it red pill you see mm -hmm. so many men i've seen a lot of them i ain't trying to get married i don't want to be married i don't mm -hmm. care about marriage i don't want no right woman. i don't want no wife i see it a lot and i think it's very common in the next generation so black, black men are so not getting married if, in their prime so if you're, wait, wait wait if you're right about that then why is black men's marriage rate higher than black women's marriage rate and even the raw number of black men that are married is higher than the raw number of black you're women very that are married. pro marriage and you want the whole hundred percent no no no, no, no i want married. to no that's not ma'am you're answering a question i didn't ask i asked a very no the, the marriage rate is about the same the no, rate at which you hold on the rate at which you stay married is higher than black women black women are actually getting married at the same rate as black men and there so are different reasons why the numbers are different you have to actually look into the numbers and go through all the nuances but it's about the same as far as the rate but the rate that you guys stay married is higher so the five hundred and fifty thousand. The rate is a little sorry. higher for black women because there are more black women that are widows than black men too. So, right. like, if you look so, at the overall rate of black women that have been married and have been divorced and are widows, the way the rate is higher. But like she said, when you factor in divorce, when you factor in widows, like black, there are more black men married than black uh, women. So 550,000 more is because of widows? No, it's not Man, just because of widows. Like, 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 that's that, that's there, that's like she saying. said, there are other factors that you have to there factor other, in. Uh, this is what no, I'm the saying fact at the end is, of the day. is that no matter what, you can't stay married. Yeah, look, look, at the end of the day, this is what I'm saying. If we're going to use Ebony K. Williams as an avatar for a larger conversation about accomplished black women not finding black men on their level, I think it's a horrible example because clearly she was she wasn't exclusive to black men. She she prob probably, and I'm not gonna call it all the way because we don't know there's too many variables in the world. She probably missed the last great train she had to marriage and stability on a certain level. And now she's throwing a fit and punching down to the blue collar black men primarily that she feel like she's being um, resigned to by the overall society. That has nothing to do with me and other blue collar black men or other even white collar bl black men that don't earn 
up to what Miss Ebony feels like we should earn. She needs to go talk to those men of her tax bracket of varying races on why she doesn't have a wedding ring yet. That has uh -oh. nothing to do with me. Number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, to all the black women living vicariously through her, but you only earning 80 or 70. Once again, there's nothing. Your 80 or 70 is beautiful. But once again, once you make more than 65,000, you're making more than two thirds of men. And then you're still trying to date up and marry up. Nothing wrong with that. But could you could possibly consider that you're in the provider role now? And Damn. eat that and deal with that because quite frankly, you literally have accomplished your way out of hypergamy to a certain extent. That doesn't mean the dude with 120 won't pick you up, but if he doesn't, then what does that mean? Either same as sex relationship or vibrator. Man, look, you done gave us damn show material for the next month. <laughs> and oh my gosh, I, like my mind is blown. Let me get low cast up in here because we got to get ready to shut this thing down. Yeah. Um, low cast, what are your thoughts on this conversation? <laughs> hey, thanks for having me, ladies. Man, oh man, oh man, let me say, say this here to y'all. It's a great conversation. Um, I myself got to go, but I was tuning in, I was kind of wanted to kind of participate in the conversation with uh, Mr. Z, but I'm gonna have to let it slide for this one. Um, now you can definitely go and subscribe to Mr. Z's channel because Mr. Z does have some great conversations and he is uh holding on to these mental sphere talking points like a dog <laughs> with a bone, honey. So, it, it, I'm, I'm <laughs> thank it's you, y'all. Thank you. Good. Um, but yeah, go over there and subscribe to Mr. Z, and maybe y'all could continue that conversation. Um, I got to go feed these folks up in my house. We just I, I'll back. probably do a live stream about it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Um, kind of in the morning, and drop and your if link anybody in the chat, Mr. Z. Okay, let me drop this yeah, because make I, sure all these men who got these strong opinions about marriage is married. I'm in a relationship right now, mm -hmm. and I do plan on proposing next year. And guess what? It's funny enough you said that because I just spoke to her dad about it earlier this week. Well, actually, last week. So, don't do him okay, like okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, and, 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 and yeah, and I just so I mean, you know why you got to do it like that sometimes because I'm a black man born and raised in America. No, I'm not ADOS. So, um, child of immigrants, but I was born and raised here. I already know how sisters move. That's why I always got to answer. It's predictable, actually, which I got to say. I'm just saying. Well, no, I think that that was a fair question, but I did want to provide some information. So for those of you questioning the point that was made, it is on blackdemographics.com, along with the references regarding where it came from, that more black women have been married than black men, that there's 48% of black women that have never been married that are of marrying age, which is up from 44% from 2008. So if you are questioning that, you can find it on blackdemographics.com under the marriage statistics for black women thank you c rose thank you because every time i say something they say i'm lying you know i know and they always want to know where you got it from so that's a very easy find but i wonder sincerely you guys y'all think we could do a budget because yeah you know what may uh-huh um hit please email us so we can have it um and we're at the breakdown 2020 at gmail.com and that's oh, yeah. um, I'm gonna I'm gonna write it down in the chat. And to the ladies, you know, that are listening, I really want y'all to continue with what I'm saying. I wasn't just saying that as a rhetorical exercise, right? Like, all jokes aside, if y'all want equality, you got to deal with what come with it. And if y'all want patriarchy, then y'all need to go go lobby the U.S. government, say, hey, we dropping all these jobs. Y'all go pay our men double. Th there it go. Because if you, know you want what? equality, what me what that means is like some of y'all are gonna be. With men that earn less than you, maybe so significantly less than you, you are in the provider role. Eat that. 
Shout out to Low Cast. He said, Link, please. Thank you so much, Low Cast. Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. He said, Man, listen, um, you ain't even got to say that much. Uh, Z, just laugh, smile, and tell her, Nah, you got a sis, and show him what you show him what you made of. <laughs> you, hey, you um, see, <laughs> Mr. Curlin agreeing with me. I'm just saying. <laughs> child, child, uh, may I put it in the damn regular chat, child? Let me put it in a private chat. <laughs> Look, it, it's so cold and it's not even to be spiteful. I'm not saying this like, ha, ha, you get what you want, you get what you get. Like, no, this is seriously what come with it. Like we could take all the emotion out. This is what comes with equality and egalitarianism. This, like, this is what well, comes with me, it. Let me ask you, is there anything mm -hmm. wrong with equality? No. But you got to eat the other part of it. Everybody thinking about the positive. And women are thinking about, yeah, I get to go to work now, make my own money and tell men, F you. Yeah, I get to, you know, open my own bank account. Yeah, I get to drive whatever car I want, whatever I can afford. Yeah, I get to do nothing wrong with that. On the other side of your potential 50, 60, 70, 80 grand a year is the fact that you might have earned more than your male counterparts. And I'm not even talking about black men. So you promoted that men should be more submissive then if we go back to that. Mm. Oh, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm here's, here's what I'm saying. Very good question. No, 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 no. Here's, no, it's great. Here's, here's what talk, I'm saying. Let's, if let's you, talk about it. If you and your dude have an you agreement, then that's they, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. If you and your yeah. dude have an agreement, then that's good. You better hope he don't do what Jesse Williams did. Oh, you don't know what Jesse was. So Jesse Williams pretty much got bought by his wife. Once he got yeah, on, what happened? He was married to the exactly. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And what happened when he got on? So yeah, y'all got an agreement. <laughs> if you if yeah, you the fugly chick and you got the six six pack dude that's 32, 28 years old and you 40 and uh, whatever, that's cool. You just better hope he don't win the lottery or get on. That's it. The thing is, I wanted to say this, Mr. Z. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. even a proponent for equality. I, I want equity. I don't want to do what men can do. I don't want to. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be drafted. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to uh, have to. You know, go to war. I don't want to have to have to. Like. It, mm -hmm. I don't want to have to participate in some of the um, very things that men have to participate in in our society. Like, I just want fairness, but I am not fighting for equality. Like, you gotta go all. talk to your like, sister. I absolutely then. like the perks of being a woman. I like the double hmm. standards, the benefits that I receive, the protection. I don't want to have to go to the door and, and when I hear a bump <laughs> in the night or go check the windows. No, that's your job. But yeah, you, talk, 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 you have, this is the thing you have to go talk to other women, black, white, Latina women, because what they want, they're agreeing with you. Trust me, most of them agree with you. They just want the money and the power part, too. And what I'm saying is you can't have both. You can't be the captain of industry outside the home. And then here's an outcompete your man outside the home and then get home and then be like, nigga, why don't you make as much as me? What? If the society has decided that women are more pliable, easier to deal with, they're, they're not a physical threat, we don't got to worry about whether he breaks something when we fire him, we'll hire his wife, then cool. But if you're the one with the jobs, and you're the one with the degrees, and you're the one with the money, then act accordingly. Damn. The, uh, the only problem with that is we tried that before, back in the mm -hmm. 50s and 60s, where men mm -hmm. did have the money and the power. And mm -hmm. there was a lot of abuse that came along with that. Lies, lies. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Wait, I wanted to hear what she was saying. Well, okay. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Danny. Go ahead. You're right. No, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. 
Okay, okay, let's go yeah, with what she I'm going to let Faith finish her point, then we'll okay, finish okay. this up, and then we're, we're going to go ahead and have final thoughts, because she's right. I know I do got to cook my dinner, but uh, that was a good mm-hmm. point. So when mm-hmm. I say that I want to be treated fairly, like mm-hmm. I'm certainly not saying I want to move backwards. What I'm saying is I don't want to be expected to um, do certain... Uh, I, I'm a traditionalist, so I don't want to be expected to um, perform certain jobs that men have traditionally been expected to perform. But I do think that faith raises a point regarding um you know uh the the sis, the very system that we were under in the 50s like let's not front and act like when women didn't weren't able to have um bank accounts in their names when women women were essentially treated as property women were looked upon as property and you know they didn't have equal rights and you know she raises a fair and valid this is I think that's hard to believe who initiates who initiates most domestic violence between black men and black women. Who initiates most domestic violence, domestic violence between black men and black women? I bet women are beating men's asses. That's what I guess. Okay, so that goes to what you're saying. So if you're saying the power dynamic in the 50s was that it allowed black men to do this and get away with it, so what's happening now? Okay. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? What's happening? Know, women have just been using the same talking points over and over again, but they never exactly. evaluated it for themselves. Exactly. No, I mean, no, you, no, you no, no, say, wait, no, hold on, no, hold on. If you want to talk about I the fifties and sixties, I, I can can't give let you, y'all, I can give you, I, I can right. give you a story of my own. My own family. But Lowcast, you haven't preferred you you literally rebutted face point with no evidence just because you feel that it didn't happen back then. Like what right. evidence do you have? No, to what I'm but the reason why I'm saying it is is because you know what, based off of what you see currently in society. There's nowhere in the world that all of these black men were just cheating on their women and was bringing home the bacon and just doing God knows what and not think the women were Uncle Fester's light skin with freckles. Well, see, you, that's you that's the point. It, 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 it has, it, it's well documented, though. It's well documented. You, you have you, you sure have documentaries. Have document, hold on, documentation of their hold, own. Hold on, there there are documentaries of men even admitting that they had the advantage. I did a show just the other day, and there was a man from that era, and he was talking to his granddaughter, and he was telling her, "Hey, you know, you women today, you have your own money, you have your own credit cards." If a man gets in a, in, a, in a get a mind to want to abuse you, you mm-hmm. can walk away. You have somewhere to go. You can take care of yourself. But your grand, your great great grandmother, she could not do that. She did not have her own money. If 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 I hit her and I used to hit her, where was she gonna go? He was right. very candid about that. Yeah. Women left all the time. Look up the laws. We can look up that there were like there were no in certain states there were no laws on the book that prevented men from beating their wives. Like there's all kind of evidence. I I love that what we go back to is DV. Whenever we start talking about power dynamics and black it's men, relevant somehow, to the conversation. I, no, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. What I'm, I'm not saying talking is, about black let, men. Either. I'm like, let's not pretend mm-hmm. that we don't live in a white place. Like black men were like anything that we're talking about is because mm-hmm. it happened on a macro level. Like, it, yes. like literally, the laws that the, the the patriarchal system that black men benefited from it was because it was a white patriarchal system. It wasn't okay. designed for black men, but by proxy, black men benefited. And now we're and now what the elites have done is turned it into white patriarchy and everybody else no cool and that's to the top 10 or so percent cool nothing wrong with that 
if the we're thing moving, is, we can't I'm, keep, I'm keep demonizing each other because that that whole. No, I'm not you know, demonizing. This is not no, about listen, demonizing. Listen, to what I'm saying. You have this male female going back and forth, blaming each other. Mm-hmm. Then we go back to the civil rights. Then we go back to slavery. We're in the modern era, and in, in my mm-hmm. personal opinion, it's going to take a hybrid. Cause we're gonna have to compromise and some of y'all red pill yeah. men don't want to compromise y'all want some kind of amish community for america and it ain't gonna happen y'all want uh what is it the handmaiden's tale it ain't gonna happen brother then convince you them. don't have to deal with a modern capitalist convince your son all of that stuff global that is so hard. we are in a modern wait, era wait, wait, wait. and you can't have okay, it your way it's i'm just finishing my statement go it's ahead, gonna go be ahead. I'm compromise sorry. and that means that women and just like what she said we want some things, but we ain't finna fight to be men. We want some benefits. Right. Y'all gonna have to accept nope. that. You're gonna have to meet us in the middle, nope. baby. You gotta meet yeah. us in the middle. No, wait, 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 wait. No, brother. No. Convince your sons. It's that simple. Convince your sons to sign up for what you just said. Y'all been trying for 50 years. It hasn't worked. Why hasn't it worked? Y'all can keep doing the gender war. Or no, you no, 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 no. Answer the question. You're saying something. I didn't ask you that, ma'am. I actually, Modernization why hasn't it worked? is the answer. We got to be modern I, people. Yeah, we are modern we people. Amish, Every, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. We are modern people. We We're Amish. becoming more and more atomized. We're Nobody becoming more and more <laughs> atomized. We're becoming more and more atomized. Right. And what Global that means society, is you're going to have to deal. You're going to have money. to deal with what equality looks like. And what that means is no 50 50 across equality? the board. I said we got to compromise. I I'm not. Equality. Hey, 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 hey. If we're if that oh, if the damn, men are deciding they don't want to compromise, we go live in the Amish community and we'll be satisfied with the Black modern world. We, we, we well, have no but, desire but, to live live among whites like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you. Well, did. the thing is, Mister Z, to answer your question, you're saying to go convince our sons. The thing yeah. is. What she's talking about and what she's introducing into the conversation isn't something that you said, why hasn't it worked? This isn't mm-hmm. something that's been introduced before. A compromise hasn't been introduced. It, it has been uh, this extreme on one side and an extreme on another. An actual mm-hmm. compromise has not been introduced. Mm-hmm. And, so and, what, and she's, the, what she's talking about may possibly work because it hasn't been introduced. But the, but it has already been introduced through action. It's the I want feminism and patriarchy at the same time. That's what That's women have been trying to do for the past 50 years. It. No, no, no. That's not what she just said. Go ahead. So what does the compromise look like? That's not what like? she just said. Okay. Please, I'm, I'm asking wanna, women what, what their side of the compromise looks like if she doesn't what mind. What it looks like to, the, to a woman. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. What, what does she that compromise look like on your end? Some concessions will have to be made. Like understanding. It's really simple. I mean, women, all we want to be is provided for, protected, and loved. Nope. That's it. It's really that simple. But just nope. like I just said it, here you go. You're you're, you're arguing with me. I'm a woman. I'm I arguing. know what I'm we want. No. I said no. Okay. Okay. Well, you, you're a woman. You know what we want. Tell no, us. No. No. What no. We I know. I. I. All right. I'm so, saying so, no. So, so, no all right. So here's another compromise. What I'm telling her is yes. No. She's right. No. That's what you want. I'm saying no because I'm saying you can't have the provision with equality. That's what I'm saying. Why not? Stop because about the numbers Stop don't matter. Because don't the numbers don't, don't matter. That's where you're getting caught up on equality, that word. Mm-hmm. Just forget equality. Women... What about treated with respect? Like literally. Yeah, no, no, no. Yes, right, yes, I, yes, I yes. can give you, yes, wait, wait, hold on. Respect, Ladies, yes. I can give you two out of the three you just asked for. Which one? Understanding and respect. Yeah, not the provision. Sorry. I drive a the bus. I math. drive a bus. Are you still interested? Yeah, that, 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 why would that be the deterrent? I'm just asking. Ladies, because they're real quiet. I haven't heard a yes or no yet. No dating show. <laughs> I'm just asking a question. Are, are you interested now? I can't provide. 
I, I'm not gonna oh, lie. The, without the oh, provision, this is a no for me. It's okay, a no. then fine. Then drop the screw. Then drop. Then drop. If you if you say without the provision, it's a no for you. Then then y'all need to go to y'all need to go to the U.S. Congress and all these corporations and say we're quitting tomorrow because we want our men to income to double and we want to be stay at home watch. You can't have a, a preponderance of women, not just black women, in the workforce and then still ask for, for, for provision. You got to tell me how to well, math, you, math you need to way. ask the woman what provision looks like for her what, because oh, provision okay, is not provision the same like for every woman. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm, forget every other woman. What does provision look like for you? Well, for me, I make my own money so I can pretty much afford to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. But I would like for him to, you know, pay the bills. You know, I don't mm -hmm. want to have to worry about paying the bills. If he can come in paying the bills. Do you understand how you've been in the workforce is a problem for that? Well, how's, how's that a problem? No, no, no. I'm being real, the money in two. Wait, wait, because you split the money in two. You want him to be, uh, to be able to pay for all the bills while you're in the workforce and you're splitting the money in two because you're in the workforce. That math is simple. That's some simple ass math right there. You're saying if you got a job, then you're taking away from a man having money. Is that what you're trying yes. to say, sir? How is that so that different? Is crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. It's, it it seems like I'm crazy? adding more. Okay, okay man, 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 man. If you think about it, if you dropped out, if, if all women in America dropped out the workforce right now, what if would happen? If all the women dropped out, this whole economy would collapse, sir. It would mm -hmm. collapse. Exactly. Okay. Because, be, because it's been because it's been built <laughs> off of what? No, no, no. Oh, you're right. Because it's been built off of what? It would collapse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Because it's been built off of what over the past 50, 60 years? Uh, well, hold on. What I'm saying, what I'm saying working. is if, if you're working. paying the bills and I have mm -hmm. a job and I'm working, I'm able to uh, commit my money to saving, you know, and mm -hmm. investing mm -hmm. for our for our marriage, for our future. I mean, that's me adding. How is that a bad thing? The problem is you're only looking at you and your man. You're not looking at you it on a macro that. level. You just showed it. You're not looking at it on a macro. The fact that you're in the workforce, okay, you and your man are straight. What about your neighbor? You took his job. So what about his woman or lack thereof? I took his you know, job. Okay, how do you not see what I'm saying? Am I the only one? You're saying that women are taking the money that men could make, but what I'm telling you is that what you're 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 basically trying to do some kind of handmaiden's tale experiment. What if? And it doesn't no. work in this modern global era. And I agree with you. So then what I'm saying is then you got to drop the provision. You got to drop the provision. What you're requesting? Capitalism no. doesn't allow for what you're requesting. No, okay, y'all ladies. Okay, wait. I agree with you. Understand, Mr. Z said I agree with you. Then you got to drop the provision requirement. No, we got to. How does the math matter? Wait, 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 wait. I got. I got. No, keep it Go ahead, go ahead, brother. I'll go after you. Go ahead. I make fifty-three thousand. You make eighty-three thousand. Are you still interested in me? You see? Can't do Thank it. Thank you. Can't do Thank it. Thank you. Won't do you it. Game it. over. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's all we would say. Why Why did he have to give y'all exam that example for you There's to get? There's only one woman here willing to answer that question, I guess. The other three of us are married, so I don't know what you're trying to you, do. You, you can't oh, pretend. Okay, okay. You can't pretend. You that she real. Can, she can't, can't see pretend. it on the macro level. She refuses to see it on the macro okay, level. No, she she, she, she don't want to. Okay, we're going to try it again. I make 53000 You make 83000 are you interested in me? How many degrees do you have? Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, oh help no, us that is thing. Ooh, <laughs> I love it. I love Lord it. Lord have mercy. Help it. us all. Yeah, I love she it. Degree snob. You could have been working the same job for fifty for for fifteen years already. Right? And I'm stable. And I'm stable. A clarifying he, he graduated from junior high. I, I graduated from high school. There you go. High school. You interested? 
You interested? No, sir. No, sir. All right. You know what? Screw it. Screw it. Screw it. He does have a college degree. Wait, wait. He does have a college degree. Go ahead. Now what? Are you interested? Wait, wait. I got an AS degree. Are you interested? No, 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 no. Let's say you do. No. Hypothetical. Let's say you do. Yeah, he does have possible. a college degree. Now what? In this economy. You want me to be honest? Yeah. 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 No, sir. I knew it. There you go. See, yo, well, hey, it's over. We it's knew over. it. Thank you. And Black that's the problem. That is, is why. That is why you got to drop the provision part. That's why. Thank you. I can protect you. I can understand where you come from. I would from. get my ass can on the plane if I was single. Can we raise and healthy I would, children I together over so to the, Arab the next Emirates. generation doesn't have to deal with this? <laughs> hey, but brother, nice tag team. That's all. That, there you go. It don't stop no show now just because we talk about okay, America. Well, let me do this because I actually, I have to get off, off of here by seven. My husband probably starving. I'm neglecting the man. Um... And let me go ahead and start doing final comments. I'm not sure where Danny went, but I'm going to start the process for final comments. I'm going to start with Dr. Eugene. I ain't heard from him in a minute. I don't even know if he's still up here. Dr. Eugene, yeah. what are your final comments, brother? Yeah, I'm up here. And, you know, so I would quiet. just listen to you. Uh, I'm sorry, what? I said you've been so quiet. Yeah. Yeah, I was just up here listening, you know, collecting my thoughts and everything. Look, what does God wants, wants us to do? Men, we provide and protect for our women. And women, be our helpmates. Now, does it mean a woman have to earn less than us to be our helpmates? No, it really doesn't. Okay? Money, yeah, it could provide you with things, but it doesn't provide you with protection, okay? Only we can. Now me, I wouldn't mind being in a woman who earns more than me. That is just not the issue. My issue is, can that woman cooperate with me? Can that woman love me? That's the issue. We need to stop judging each other on what kind of job we have or, or, or what, what we earn. You could either do your role in the marriage or not. I mean, that's just the bottom line of this. Now, as far as, you know, people like Ebony is concerned, she wants to judge men on what their jobs are. And, you know, you know I, I, I heard this on another channel. Is it really about you know how much money the people make, or is it about enhancing their image? Okay, because I heard somebody say, "Well, you know, Emmy doesn't want to go go with a bus driver." I mean, she's a lawyer. Wait, wait, lawyer, right? She's a lawyer. Or yeah, she's a lawyer. She's a lawyer. Yeah, she's an attorney. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, she, she's yeah. a lawyer. Yep. Yeah, so she's a there. And I'm thinking, well, if she goes to a bus driver, right? You think salary is the issue? Or is it about enhancing her image? Okay? You know, that could be the case in here, too. But whichever the case. That is the case. Yes, that's the case. Um, you know, and in my case, look, I'm just, I'm just looking for a wife. That's all. I do not want to live off of her. I got my own job. Okay, I I got enough to you know provide or protect for her. If not provide, at least protect her. 
And, you know, that's just the bottom line about this whole marriage thing. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'd like to add to that. I'd like to add to that. If, Quickly, what's, if the sister what's in the red was paying attention, if I'm making 50, right, and she's making 80, right, she, she didn't realize that maybe she might be able to save 30000 a year. Hmm. There, there, there. Now you see what happened to all the female matchmakers. There are other factors for me to consider too, with regarding that. I, I can't answer things that are like not black and white. Like, are you? It don't get no black and white in that. It's too Bruh. many details. No, of people going off like, no, no, because am I making? You know, am I making eighty? But you know, got a whole bunch of debt. I gotta. You know, I also. You might be making fifty, but you absolutely you are doing trade work. You have absolutely no college. Debt. You don't have a you know college loan or anything. So it might that's be good. That that, that no, 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 no. She's saying no. She's saying that's good. No, she's factoring other things. And figure out how to make some. No, no. She's saying it's a good thing. She's saying it's a good thing. She's saying it's a good thing. And, and quite frankly, see, that that is most likely what the situation would be, right? right? That you you would be making 83, he would be making 53, maybe he has a little auto loan debt and that's it. Most likely that, right. and you would be the one with college loan debt. That's that's the trend right, right now, right? Two thirds of, of, of college loan debt is held by women. Um, can I just interject something real quick? What about, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Danny. I was going to ask, what about child support? A lot of men complain about child support and being that that being part of your debt. You guys complain a lot about <laughs> um, alimony and stuff that you have to pay. So, you know, when a woman is getting with somebody that make $50,000, she does have to take certain things into consideration that you guys like, have all Saving a heap of money? Huh? Like saving a heap of money? Um, um, we're not going to say that if you guys are really doing the math and you're, um, talking, you're factoring in houses, how much money you guys really make. It's not black and white. It's no, not, it's, it really isn't. It's not. And a woman should definitely consider those things when she's betting a man or, or getting with the man. Y'all talk about the debt and shit that women have. What's more you guys spending money have or saving money? Saving money equates to wealth. I got you. I, I understand that. But those are things that she also has to take into consideration. Ex you can't expect her to go in mm -hmm. blindly. You're telling yourself to be smart and that you're doing ABCD, but you can't expect her to go in blindly on, on stuff that she doesn't know. Come on. And let me right, and, and what let me and, let me tell y'all oh, this. Sorry. One of the things y'all need to know too, if you marry as a man who's on child support, if you mess around and marry a woman That's who has a like higher income, I have seen this happen. Listen, brother, if you married a woman who has a hundred thousand dollars, I have seen it. I know a situation. That woman who's the baby mama, she can go and say, wait a minute, he now has a combined income of one hundred and fifty thousand in his household. His household. Yeah. And she can get more money because you married a woman with a high income. But see, y'all added other factors into a yeah. conversation that they weren't there fact. before. But no, you just added other factors. But that, that's, yeah, that's valid, valid though. That's, that's valid because no, that's invalid. That looks invalid based on the statement. No, it's not because that, that was my situation. That was my situation. You don't even. That was my situation. 
is that it's not black and white, that there's a lot of nuance to things. And that's why it's difficult. We're women, so we're going to overthink things. There's a lot of nuance. That's why it's difficult sometimes to give a straight Nobody said niggas ain't shit. And concrete, that's not overthinking. You have to be... Well, to um, think critically about something like this. Exactly. I'll but you know that. what Ayanla said um, when it when she was talking about how women think and how we are in our masculine energy. Um, it's kind of like me and kind of want us to go into this situation blindly. We're supposed to accept mm -hmm. you with everything that you come with. And you're telling us that y'all yeah. don't come with certain things, but we do. We no. see, we're here with you That's not concrete. That's not if being I'm in your masculine I'm energy. That's protecting Can I interject? Wait, 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 wait. No, because I was, I was speaking real quick. Uh, the problem is- Go ahead, really quickly, then I'm going to pass it to Faith, and then we'll get back to final thoughts. Understand if we're gonna bring up Iyanla, remember what Iyanla did. I brought this up again for a reason. She took everything off the table. We're not talking about the man on the couch. We're talking about apples to apples, orange to oranges. Okay, you don't got no debt, he don't got no debt. Would you date this guy? So all these extenuating circumstances that we're talking about is just there to muddy the waters and be like, well, there's this reason why I might not consider it. No, 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 no. Are you interested or are you not? That's what the brother said. His remember the base question the brother just asked, and I'm sorry, I don't remember your name. The base. I make 53, you make 83. Are you interested? That okay, was the big question. Now, if you're saying that's the same question, if you, no, hold on, hold on. If you're saying that that's the same question, okay, but we're, if we're logical people and, and right. we're thinking with our big head, Experience we don't agree with everything that Ebony said in that situation. And, mm -hmm. and she's right to ask you other questions to consider mm -hmm. what you have going on. You can't mm -hmm. expect her to just be like, oh, you make 53, I make 53, I don't have any debt. Okay, what else do you have going on in addition to that? Wait, hold on. Can I get in Why was it asked after the fact? You should have asked that it include into the simulation or into the into the process. Faith has been trying to get in, she wanted to respond, but I think Danny has a good point. Go ahead, Faith. No, I was just saying, I wanted to agree with Danny and go back to May's point that she made earlier about marriage being a business. That was my situation. Seven years ago, I was engaged. I had to walk away from that engagement because of the whole child support thing that Sister George brought up. I had my own trucking business. I had a lot to lose. He didn't have a lot to lose. So when you talk about you know just putting things on the table like that, and you're saying that it's just black and white. It's not all just black and white. You do have to look at certain nuances and you do have to ask yourself certain questions to see if that's a fit for you. That marriage would not have been a good fit for me because as soon as she had went after him for his money, my money would have also been his money and I would have gotten strangled into that as well. Yeah. And you had every right yeah. to protect yourself. And I, and I, I understand, totally support you on that. I understand women's um, um, thought about extenuating circumstances. Cool. At the end of the day, I'm not getting off Miss uh, Ebony K. Williams' uh, neck. Uh, 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 sir, sir, I'm sorry. That's not extenuating circumstances. That's the that's the circumstances of a lot of black men, it, okay. and it's not extenuating. It, okay. A lot of them so don't. then let's throw back in um, women's student loan debt. Um, okay. So <laughs> yeah, but you're day, talking about day to day 
um debt that you have to pay on a month if you're paying three four five six hundred dollars a month on student loan debt that's day to day but you know but but okay so if you're talking about debt then you're talking about people bills that's not getting paid a lot of women were in default like come on. Yeah, I, did you are you sure you you notice how you stuttered there no, no let, let, let me get you straight though that my was, student debt is paid off let, oh yeah my student debt was paid off before yeah, i got yeah. married so yeah but no i'm 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 only saying this to to bring it back to ebony k williams but I'm telling you, even when she's not there, she there um switching up the conversation. The conversation still comes back to why Miss Ebony K. Williams is not married to a man in her tax bracket at the age of 40, regardless of race, because clearly she's not race loyal. So the question always comes, I always want us to stay right there. Why is Miss Ebony K. Williams at 40 years old with her looks, with her education, with her intelligence, with her connections, right? Why is she not married? and has frozen eggs. Yes, she got some of her eggs frozen. She said it. Why is she not married at the age of 40? If we, if we, if we, we can't answer that question question at this point because we're doing final comments and I actually have to really, really go. Yeah, I, I oh. see y'all, y'all gotta go. Um, yeah. Can I do a final thought real quick? Yeah, yeah go, go ahead, May. What's your final thoughts, dear? Okay, sure. Um, my final thought is that the fact that I think that we're, we need to be more optimistic rather than pessimistic about the potentials um, for those who actually want to be married and who are fit to be married to actually find happy marriages. I think we need to be more optimistic about it. I also believe that it is very important that we start looking at what it takes to make a household function. None of the men in the ministry seem to want to actually mm -hmm. do that. And I think that a lot of them are living in apartments and studio spaces and stuff like that. Women are living at home with their parents. Or or maybe that. Um, um, I'm not actually, saying all. more men moved at home with their parents mm. this year. Mm. That just came oh, out. To the degree that men are. Come on now. Mm. Mm. So it's a lot of men who don't actually look, know what it takes to run a household, landscaping, this, that, home improvement, all kinds of things. Um, and I, I don't mean that to be, to be facetious. I'm just saying there are lots of wonderful men here. They just never actually ran a whole house that they own and all the working parts of a whole family. And I just think that's really important because we have so many experts who are not married, who do not have mm -hmm. households, who love to speak. So I just want to, mm -hmm. you know, throw that out there. But I think that black women need to understand that we live in a global society, a capitalistic world, and that the opportunities are here in America. And if they're not, you can go abroad just like anybody else. People have been doing that since the beginning of time and nothing has changed. So in, in my closing, thank I will you, say May. Definitely. Hold thank on you. really quick. I'm I sorry. I'm sorry. Really quick. Thank you. thank you, May. We definitely appreciate you. And that's definitely food for thought. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of women go abroad. Um, mostly what I'm seeing, I guess what I see on social media is to like African countries and, and you know, I've seen women just like go to Mexico and different things like that. But um, black women do seem to be exploring their options outside of the U.S. at least. So mm -hmm. thank you for coming up. Definitely appreciate your perspective. Thank you, ladies. Stuff. Thank you for your energy, y'all. Thank you, May. Thank you. Have Later a good conversation, one. girl. All right. Okay. Who's that? Mrs. So, is trying to jump yeah. in there. And, and so, you know, to the, I'm, I'm going to address what she said. I'm going to make my clothes and I'm out of the door. To the options overseas, once again, I said it sounds nice. You got about, for women, Western women, you have about two to three dozen countries to pick from. Go check the median income for any one of your random countries. Choose it. You'll see. Um, America somewhere in the 30,000s or something like that. Once you get to Europe, you're in the 2030s, depending on the country. Japan, same thing. South Korea, same thing. Singapore is a little bit higher. Once you get outside of maybe some of the Gulf Arab states, 
all of the income drop like a ton of bricks. So men get to participate in that a different way than women get to from Western countries, not women in general. And I'm not even making this a black woman thing. If you're from a Western developed country and you're looking for a certain lifestyle, pretty much you're sequestered off to America, Canada, mainly Western Europe, Japan, South Korea, Singapore, stuff like that. Unless you're trying to deal with one of these um, oligarchs from other countries that probably got some corrupt money, but okay, whatever. That number one. Number two, as I said before, Ebony, Ebony K. Williams finds herself in a very awkward position, much like many women, before we even factor in race, in her position. If you are a millionaire woman, your late 30s, your early 40s, 50s, whatever, you find yourself in a very awkward position as a single woman. You are now in the provider role, still trying to practice hypergamy, and you might have accomplished your way right out of that. If those men in your tax bracket are not interested or have shown you they're not interested through action, now you have decisions to make. Same-sex relationships, younger men, um, men that are not on your financial level or in your tax bracket, you have choices to make. If you want, and everybody say, oh, we, 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 want, we want compromise. I, like I said, the providership thing is out the window if you still want a certain lifestyle. If you want that lifestyle, you have to provide it for yourself. If you also want to work, if you want to work, you can't ask for providers. It doesn't work. It does, it, it, and it's not working. And that's why I like to, to tell black women, if you don't believe me, go date out. Black women swear they got to date up when they date out. Eh. Go date out. If you think, if you think it's better outside, like the young lady was saying, go, go get your passport girls, I guess. Go date out. Date out in the country, date out outside the country, and see how well that worked for you. The numbers are what the numbers are. Ebony K. Williams is running right into the numbers, not a wall. Forget the wall. She's running right into the numbers and throwing a fit because the math ain't mathing. You are now in a provider role as a 40-year-old millionaire. Deal with it. The 40-year-old millionaire men, go find him a 28, 32-year-old attractive woman who's less successful and work with her. You might have to do the same thing, Miss Ebony. God damn. All right, then. Mr. Z, you bought your damn A-game today. I, I appreciate that. That was good. That was pretty good. All right, y'all. Thank you for having me up. Thank you, Mr. I'll Z. Pause right there. Lowcast, what are your final thoughts? Ladies, thanks for having me up here. I really appreciate it. Um, I kind of caught it on the on the last bit of it, but um, it was a good conversation. But I will say this to um to the men, you got to listen to what the women are really saying. And I understand the women do have their own concerns, respectfully so. Though at some point, instead of compromising, maybe we need to come to an improvision or improvising on on how to resolve black men and black men, black men and black women relationships. And I'll leave it right there. Thank you, Low Cass. That was good. Faith, what are your final thoughts? All right. Well, I'm going to be very brief. Thank you, first of all, for having me up. I appreciate you, ladies. Great content as always, as always. Um, I'm going to say this. Water seeks at its own level. And when I say that, I mean that you have to pretty much uh, go for what you feel is on your level. Now, I don't know what everybody's talking about, all this six-figure stuff, you know, all these, all these men that's making all this money. But I do know that in the media, in the black community, the median income for black men is anywhere between 50K, sometimes even 45K, 45K to 50K. 
that's what we're dealing I with. I think it's lower than that too, Faye, to be honest with you. I seen some numbers on it a couple months ago, but yeah, I think it's lower somewhere than that. around there, like 40 to 40 to 50 K, I think, somewhere mm -hmm. around there. And and that's the thing. I'm hearing a lot of uh scare tactics. These men are pretty much um trying to tell older women to lower their standards and just basically um, you know, front themselves out to whomever just be, you know, especially available to whomever because you hit the wall or whatever, nobody wants to take you seriously. That's a scare tactic. And then they're telling the younger women, oh, don't be like the older women, get married while you're young and don't get your education at all. Be completely dependent on us. You can trust us. We're not going to abuse you or, or do anything to you like it was back in the olden times. Trust us. That's, that's another, you know, scare tactic. I'm hearing a lot of scare tactics from the men. Now, what Mr. Z said, he's absolutely right. As women, we have to make a choice. Um, do we either want to be high achievers or do we want the status of being a wife? We have to make that choice. But no matter what choice you make, you're not wrong. You have to just pick what's right for you. Don't let these men use these scare tactics and make you think that it has to be one over the other or you can't get anything. That's not true. I see a lot of women in my age bracket even women in their 50s. I think um, I saw Courtney on Jason Black and she said she got married in her 50s. So, you know, I, I see a lot of women. Um, well, I don't know her her whole name because I just really started watching her YouTube. I think it was Courtney um, Michelle or I don't know. Courtney who. Michelle is not in her 50s. Oh, oh, okay. No, but then it must have been another Courtney. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I think but, she's um, in her 40s though. She Courtney Michelle is what in her like mid 40s? Well, no, then it wasn't her then. It was a, another oh, woman on his show oh, named Courtney. So. Oh. She said, this woman on, on his show said that she got married in her 50s. And I have seen, you know, women, they do get married much older. And that's because, and I'm just going to tell you what I'm seeing. Because even in my family, you know, just basically what I'm seeing. Most of the black men are not really settling down until they get that age. Like some may marry younger, like the, the median um, first age of marriage is 30 for our group. But at the age of where they stay married is like in their 50s. That's that second or third marriage. And they're old as hell. So, you know, I don't want, you know, these guys to sit up here and, and try to scare you into thinking that it's never going to happen. I see it happening all the time. I'm actually going to a um, wedding. This is um, what is this um, what what month is this? This is um, May. May. Okay, they're getting married in July. I got the invitation, and they're in their sixties. Oh wow! wow yeah, I was forty, so I mean, clearly, like you know, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's happening much later for us for whatever reason, and I don't know why that is. But you know, these guys are sitting up here encouraging women, young women, oh, get married young, but oh, by the way, don't marry nobody your age. Come get one of us in our 50s and 60s, <laughs> you know? And it's, it's very disingenuous. They're, they're trying to set these women up for failure. They're telling them not to get their education. That's, that's folly, that's wrong, because anything can happen in a relationship. Anything can go wrong. You want to be able to be a, to be able to walk away and be okay, so I would I would not advise women to listen to that advice. Now, if you want to marry older, that's on you. But I would say this: it's better to build while you're young, and that's something that we got away from, and we don't preach. 
I agree with May also in her saying that men do not know what it takes to take care of a four-person household. They sit up here and they 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 go rid off the whole list of what That's they want from women. Yeah. They they tell us what they want all the time, but they are not telling us what they're going to really give. Pay attention to the part where they say what they give in return for you doing all of that. They're not really talking about that. But let me ask you a question, Sufe. When it comes down to dealing with men and having requirements, don't you think it's up to a woman also to also ask for what she wants and set boundaries? Um, I've noticed that a lot of women, I, I'll hear women talk about certain aspects of relationships and how much work they've done and, you know, being a slave and this, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, well, damn, you know, you talk about like how you run men, but how don't how how are not how bound how are boundaries not being set um when it comes down to housework and not boundaries but um help when you need it and a lot of women don't yeah. seem to ask for a lot of that I, I see that a lot too and i see it like all the time on tiktok and honestly and I, i'm sure you know i know it happens with black women too but the crazy thing is i see more either i see more people who are partnered with white men complaining about that than anything and I'd be like, ah, oh, dang. I mean, like, literally no help with the kids, no help with the housework. Like, you know, them people with kids that have disabilities and they work and work outside the home and come home and, like, zero help. And they're, they're you know, if you look up uh, the hashtag weaponized incompetence, these women literally are at their wits end. And I'm like, dang. And they didn't been in it for 10 years, 12 years. And I'd be feeling sorry for them. Yeah. That's a good point. I do believe that it is important for women to start setting standards and back them up with boundaries. If, if the boundaries are being um, violated on a regular, then, you know, you just might have to reevaluate that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think more people should start going to um, counseling, especially if they can get somebody black. But yep. Oh, yeah, but I didn't I didn't want to hold you. I just wanted to say this was an awesome topic. When I saw it, I, I set my notification. I just couldn't wait for it because this really needed to be discussed. I mean, not so much about, you know, the, the blue collar worker, because like I said, she was wrong uh, for yeah. putting down that man's profession. You exactly. know, blue collar people keep this country running. So that was absolutely wrong. But she's entitled to her her um preference. Like men can sit up here and they can talk about I want a woman with a size six. Men sit up and rattle off their preferences and we could be having a conversation about kitty litter and, and nobody says anything. So I, I don't feel as if she's wrong for having a preference. That's true. Well, thank you, Faith. We definitely appreciate you for joining us and for and thank you for your contribution to the conversation. This was definitely a very uh, spirited uh, discussion. So we appreciate you. Yes. All right. Thanks, thank ladies. You. All right, have a good one. Bye-bye. Concrete girl, that was a show, honey. It was. We got super chats to read, y'all. Oh, so many. I found them. 
So first off, thank you to Bronze Bird. And I apologize about the delay in reading the super chats. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we also thank you to NJ Prophet for the super chat. He says, black men crying about black women out of their league is hilarious. Ebony was relevant before that Griot interview. She'll be irrelevant afterwards. I don't know if she gonna necessarily be irrelevant after the interview, but definitely appreciate that. So thank you, NJ Prophet. Roger was in here talking his smack. He oh, said... Lord. The issue is black men don't want to marry 304s or women that want to divorce. That is not a cause of black men. Wait, that is not a cause of black men. Women choose to be 304s and divorce at such high rates to their own agenda. Okay. Um, It's interesting because but y'all so many men participate in that same 304 culture that they hate so it, right what how, how do y'all work how do we work that part out y'all yeah. like hoes women want to be hoes it's a win-win situation right yeah i think i already lost one d oh geez oh gosh Y'all know this ain't my forte, so I apologize. Um, I do agree that men participate in the 304 culture. I actually think the 304 culture is um, encouraged, well, came from men. I think that men were doing it first and women picked up the ball and ran with it and they're probably doing it a little bit better. And so men might feel some type of way about it. But that's just my take on it. You know, what do I know? And then another one from Roger. He says, um, being treated fairly means being treated equal. If you don't want equality, then settle for being treated nicely. I don't know if just being treated nicely is what I would personally request. I think that being treated with respect is the bare minimum of what I will also ask for. Again, I said being treated with equity is what I would desire. I don't necessarily need equality because I don't need to do everything that a man does for me, but that's just me. Um, Roger, again, he also said that uh, brothers have never been allowed to abuse women in this country, even back in the day. Um, the point was that there were no laws governing, um, there were no laws against a man hitting his uh, woman. So there were no laws even for black men. There were no laws where you would be jailed for, there were no laws that that said that it was illegal to abuse your wife. And then, Roger, just because brothers Sorry. haven't quote unquote been allowed doesn't mean that it hasn't happened. You got all kind of stats that say what happened, right? Ooh, that's a good point too, Danny. Yeah, when has the law ever stopped right. anything? Right. And Miss Queen Sunkiss um called him out on it. She said that was a lie, Roger. Um right. she, <laughs> she said lies you tell. Um, was that it? Oh no, oh. he said. <laughs> He said, um, I can't, some, something I haven't started. Maybe he's trying to essentially say that black men can't be faulted for something they haven't started. And I personally wasn't trying to say that black men were the ones who started the um, you know, abuse of wives or were even responsible for the laws that permitted them to, just that they were permitted to because of the way the laws were set up. 
And then orange, the orange pill nurse said, the female nurses I work with say the same thing about a man that provides and them still working. The problem is that they want to determine where the money they make goes on their own omission. So essentially, I guess saying that, you know, working and still being able to dictate where their money goes. Is that what this is saying? The female nurses I work with say the same thing about a man that provides and they still work. The problem is they want to determine where the money they make goes on their own. That's a common complaint from men. So the orange pill nurse might be a man, maybe. Yeah, the orange pill nurse is a man. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me see what the next one is. Uh, the Roger report says if all the women quit their jobs, the economy wouldn't collapse. He said most men would be hired and wages in general would go up. That's just basic economics. Um, I disagree. I think we're seeing something similar play out in um, Florida where their um, construction, um, where the economy surrounding construction is under um under uh, a state of peril right now with the uh, law that DeSantis passed, um, like disallowing illegals to be employed. I've been seeing video after video of construction companies shutting down or saying they're moving over to another state, that they will not be able to do work in the state of Illinois, that um, the majority of their workforce was made up of illegals and that they cannot continue to work in the state. And they're saying that the, um, the construction, um, the construction um, business is going to be greatly impacted and that buying homes in um, Florida is going to go through the roof and that the entire anything that you want to get get done construction wise is going to be insane in the next few months um within the next few wow. months because of these laws that he's passed so i don't know i think if women quit the workforce that it would have a similar effect um and there are a lot of jobs that men wouldn't even want to do that women do yeah. so yeah i don't know about that vice versa and let me see. He said women should be ready to take a risk of losing money. Men have been facing that issue for years. That comes with equality. Women should take a risk too. What do you think about this? I think he is spot on. I was oh. literally just thinking about um like the women paying child support and shit now or stars mm -hmm. getting taken to court um for alimony and having to pay out these large sums of money to these men that they picked up and but you know everybody wants to be equal i think we should so you think that. women should leave the workforce uh, for no. the sake of men oh no 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 i thought you was talking about um i think that that's what he's talking about because um well i think uh, like um women should be ready to risk of losing money meaning like i was thinking that he was talking about women like dating men excuse me yeah women dating men that are not their economic equal. Oh, the, the argument that was being made was that women should leave the workforce in order to aid men. Like if, or else we shouldn't oh, ask for provision. No, that's for not safe. That's, that's what safe. I said, like, huh? Like that's in addition, we live in a capitalist society. Like we wouldn't be able to sustain, most families wouldn't be able to sustain themselves. Yeah, no, and, and we wouldn't, that's yeah. so true. 
So let me see. I, I, I think I'm nearing the end. Um, I have one from the Orange Pill Nurse said, how did Michelle Obama, also a lawyer, end up with Barack and Ebony end up with nobody? Um, that's a fair question. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was Ebony's energy. But Michelle, uh, Michelle also said she got it out the mud with Barack, that he was struggling yeah. for a minute. Yeah. It was eating noodles out of cup. Um, what do you think of Ebony's relationship to the white guy? Like, what do you think about that? I situation? didn't know about it till you mentioned it. You the first person I heard talk about it. Then I started hearing people mention it in interviews. Mm -hmm. I didn't see anything about him leaving her to go quarantine with his family and all that. If I find that, I want to review that. Yeah, I saw nothing about that. So I wasn't even aware of her having a relationship with some white guy. Was that the last one? Might've been. Let's see another one. Okay, uh, I think that was it. Yeah, I don't see any others. Okay, just making sure. Um, yeah, this was a very good conversation. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, it was a very spirited conversation. It was better than I anticipated. Like I've been on here ooh, for four hours. I know my husband about to talk tonight, baby. Whenever I'm on here, last Wednesday when I was on here, ooh, he was like, what the heck was you doing on there all day? Oh my God. Not like that, but he just, he... Honey, be over I already, honey, I'm I'm hangry myself. So yeah, so and let me let me go cook locally. It ooh, it's gonna be a late dinner, but it'll be done within the hour. So yeah, there's yeah. that. But this was a, a good show, very good discussion. It was kind of unexpected, but I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed everybody that came up on the panel. It was yeah. real good. It was, it was through and through. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to everybody who came through, super, super chatted us. Very shout, very special shout out to our panelists and guests. We appreciate you guys. Have a great start to your week, and we'll see you guys back here on Wednesday. Yeah, we are out. Peace.